wants to be held and just like pet all day. That's good. good. He needs it. Yeah. Oh, kind of and if you own. get him used to it, like at this age, yeah, he'll come he'll, to you like yeah. throughout yeah. the. Because like lifetime. I didn't do that with my cats, and my cats do not like to be held. No, yeah, my mom's cats don't like to be held either. But yeah. like he loves like from like day one. Yeah, if you're really cool with it, now would be the best time to get him leash trained. Leash trained. Well, like you get a little vest so that you can take him outside. If you wanted to go that route. I tried to do that with pickles and it didn't work out. Uh, you can only do it when they're like really young. I did. I yeah. tried. And they're not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. That is the most broken point of view I've ever heard of. And welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> You're a dick. How long did you start recording? I did not see it coming. We're at 40 seconds. We are not. How yeah. much did we catch? Uh, pretty much when I grabbed uh, Loki. Alright. From so, on. Fine. So, can I at least introduce him? So, yeah. today, guys, on our Broken Point of View podcast, we actually have a special guest with us. His name is the mighty, formidable, conniving Loki. Conniving. Yeah, I think that was the best way to describe it. AKA Joe's new kitten. Yeah. Nah, he isn't feeling well, so I got him right here in my arms holding him. He's just chilling, purring. You might hear him every now and then pipe up. He likes to meow when, he wa- when I stop petting him. Oh. He's like, stop. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to the podcast. It's me, Joe, with my cat, Loki. We got Saul here to my left and Brian to my right. How's yeah, it going, everyone? What up? I'm on the right. Oh, I am. Uh, I, guess you could, I guess you could say I'm Joe's right-hand man at this point. Oh, okay. That's Yay! Fine. Fine. I used to be on your left. That's why I saw I can never say I'm your left-hand man, but now I can say I'm your right-hand man, and you know, it makes more sense this way. No, yeah, yeah, you became Zoro, and he became Sanji. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that one. I love Zoro. Oh, but I love Sanji. Sanji's the ladies, man. Zoro, Zoro gets lost all the time, bro. I don't get lost unless I'm in a mall and then I don't know the mall and then I ex- escape this shop and I'm just like, where am I? Well, that's the whole point in the mall is just to like, keep you trapped in there so it's like, yeah. you know, you can't find the exit. And so what you're saying Also is, Vegas. <laughs> uh, you know what? I can navigate very well in Vegas, low-key. Oh, get it? Low-key, low-key. Oh, hey. First dad joke in this podcast. Okay, oh. guys. So new drinking roll game. <laughs> Every time Brian makes a low-key joke, take a shot. Oh, no. <laughs> 10 minutes. I know. I was going to say, that's going to be a very quick time frame. But... Uh, yeah, no, I can navigate way better in Vegas than I can in any random mall you put me in. A random mall in Vegas. Oh, man, that sounds like a fine. hell trap. I'll be fine. As long as I have my handy-dandy compass, I'll get out of there. Okay. Well, today we have a very special podcast for you. Woo! Ooh, it's so special. Well, for one, we're actually going to cover something a little bit different. It's not going to be a TV show or a movie. We're actually going to cover a uh, Twitch stream podcast D&D type show. Uh, Critical Role started a new show that they called um, Candela Obscura. Yes. What was the name of that? Candela Obscura. Obscura. Alright, cool. Uh, and then we're going to get into The Flash. Yes! Yeah! Ka-chow! Uh, Wait, wrong movie. Uh, I mean, he did take away Flash. He did Flash, but like, what's well, his catchphrase? It was Ka-chow. It was Ka-chow? For Lightning McQueen? Lightning McQueen, yes, but does The Flash have a catchphrase? Like Batman has, I am Batman. That's the Flash does have one. Is <laughs> oh, uh, we'll get into it. Uh, Joe's favorite laugh. Yeah, yeah, Joe's favorite laugh from the uh, fucking uh, film. Okay. So you did that pretty well, my friend. You did that pretty God, well. He just reminds me of that character from SpongeBob. <laughs> Squidward? No way. No, Which there's one? like that one character in SpongeBob. It was like one of the fishes who had that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you don't know. Come on, Brian. <laughs> no, I don't. But I like that you did it like multiple times. I'm very happy right now. <laughs> oh, he did it multiple times in the room today. No, yeah, way. yeah, yeah really. Just like doing it. I've just been doing it. <laughs> That's great. But before we get to Flash, of course, we want to talk about Critical Role. So, Wizards of the Coast uh, announced their new rule setup for Dungeons and Dragons, going into um, the new not. 5e is the current edition, yeah. but they're going to call the next one called D&D 1. Yes, yeah. And for that, there is a lot of like uh, issues when it comes to... Controversy and issues when it comes to actual like third-party creators like creating content. So a lot of people feel that Critical Role created this new game because they actually created it from the ground up. Yeah, so they created an entire new system. They're not... Most of their older campaigns have been based around 5e, uh, D&D 5e. Uh, the last... And Pathfinder. <laughs> The first campaign started off Pathfinder yeah. and then veered off into 5e when they made the change. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So so they went into 5e, and to be fair, like a lot of stuff is based either on Pathfinder or I should have named him fucking Percy. <sighs> Dude, Percy, what have you done? You can still name him Percy. You can still name. You can still change his name. Yeah, Percy. Still I actually like Percy better as a cat name. Yeah, but me and Chris already decided on Loki. <sighs> God, mischief! But and I get need to get another cat. <laughs> and this is how it begins. <laughs> this is the beginning. You don't just get one cat. I'm still waiting on Brian to get another cat. That's Dude, shut up. You know, I was fighting random kittens at work, like low key. Oh, there it is. There damn it, is. it low there key. It is. That's not cool. Um, so I was low drink, key. People. Take, take a drink. Um, I was at one of my uh, areas in Santa Ana, and I literally took like three pictures of three different kittens, like just. Rounding around this random property, one of them looked like an old man. He literally had the feng shui, like white streak in his forehead going up. He had the long whiskers going out. And I was like, dang, you look cool, bro. But I can't today. So I just took a picture and I sent to my friend. My friend was like, yo, if you get that cat, I'll take it. Wow. I was like, damn. I'm, I'm like, I'm not going back right. there for like a month, but if I find it, I They got literally you. grow on the street. You can just take one off the street. It's, the cats are free. You can take them. The cats are free. You can take them. <laughs> they, they, they start free, but at the end of the day, what ends up happening is vet veterinary bills, the shots, the licensing. You know my my. Uh, it's my, only like five bucks for the license. Bro, my freaking property wants to start charging us rent for the cats and yeah, the pets. All of a sudden, you don't. That's why you just don't tell them. No, no, they found out because they just uh, found out. You saw Brian coming with a giant yeah, right. What's that for? I have a bowel problem. <laughs> uh, so I don't like to use my toilet. Yeah. And I use if you were to fix my toilet, I would use it. Dang. True story. True story. All right. So back to Candela Obscure. Back to Candela Obscure. <laughs> so, okay. So we were talking about how a lot of things are based on 5e and uh, Pathfinder. There's been a lot of issues with 5e and creators kind of scared to move forward with it just because of uh, and then don't um well don't, no, everyone loves 5e yeah the thing is like this new D one that they're trying to bring out and push forward for the next like wave of actual DD, they're making it so that way uh third-party creators if they want to create their own content and use actual like DD rules and stuff they're gonna pretty much get sued and fined well, they walked back a lot of that, actually. They walked back a lot of that, and they're, they're saying that it's no longer going to be... Yeah. Because they're saying that it's going to include everything. Yeah. Including 5e. So... Now yeah. they're saying it's going to be the new D&D 1 that's going to be that case. Yeah. So, uh, and so I get it. So, like, uh, Critical Role decided to come up with a brand new... And even then, there's actually some... A little bit of controversy with uh, Critical Role's system for Candela Obscura. Yeah, it's uh, hugely not combat... 
uh, based. Oh, so it's not combat based really at all. It's no, combat, it's yeah. very much like a, a 1920s noir kind of supernatural mystery yeah. thriller. So like people have compared the game engine to like game engine, the game system to like Call of Cthulhu, which is yeah. like another tabletop RPG. Um, but even besides that, there's actually a lot of controversy because people were like. There was another art, uh, tabletop RPG kind of like to the vein of Call of Cthulhu. Not Call of Cthulhu, but it was something different. Okay. That had very, very similar mechanics. So they're saying it's very largely stolen. So, yes. But the problem is that when it comes to pay, coming up with rules for like teaching... Um, you can't... Uh, what's the, what, You can't uh, patent um, game mechanics, right? And... Originally, when Candela Obscura came out with the system, people found what the game mechanics were. They're like, hey, blah, 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 this. But when, um, recently, they released a full um, manual for it. Mm-hmm. And in the manual, it, like, it says, like, oh, and thanks to um, the creators of blah, blah, blah. Cause, so they get credit to like, where they kind of yes. got the mechanics from. And then some people were still mad about it. But the thing is, again, you, you can't patent game mechanics. Yeah, and I mean, there's only so many and mechanics you can do for these kind the of games. Thing. So a lot of a lot of tabletop RPGs borrow from each other anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, all of this core is stolen from D&D to begin yeah, with. So exactly. I mean, you can't yeah. really say that, like, you know, Call of Duty didn't steal from them, yeah. but they did. But, uh, but it was nice to be able to be introduced to a brand new game. And on time. Because, like, now, since I just got into D&D, like, within the last year or so because yeah. of you... Um, it's been nice to like see something from the beginning and the actual uh, what's it called the sets and the co- uh, the costumes I really hope that they wear the costumes every episode I hope so too the, well they ha- the set is great yeah. I, did you see like when they were introducing themselves like if you notice like it was dark on some of the other characters until they're brought in yeah they, and even like when they actually like kind of like point and like when they're talking the other was kind of get faded out a little bit so you can focus on who's talking yes and on top of that the character work along with the costumes was amazing yes that's the one thing I will say that Critical World is great is their character work like they dive yes. into the role yes. play of it all yes which I mean a lot of D- like I listen to some D&D podcasts and a lot of them they want to focus mostly on combat they'll do some yeah. role play but yeah. they mostly take move the story forward to get to the combat right and I'm like there's like episodes of Dean uh, Critical Role where they go like full episodes, no combat. It's mostly just story building and like they still like, you know roll dice for like you know intelligence checks, right. and wisdom checks, history checks, like stuff like that. But they do such a great job of like you get caught up in the story and the characters. Yeah, and I, that's because like all of them are writers to begin with, and they're also voice actors. So like they know how to portray the characters, they know how to write for characters, and they know how to build a character. And talking about that, the characters that... Uh, no, am I wrong? I, are they going to be uh, rotating the cast every episode? I, I think I heard something. I could be wrong. Well, Talison Jaffe is like a narrator to introduce them, but like he wasn't in the first episode. No. I thought he was going to be. So that's what I'm saying. I think, and I don't know where I saw this, but I, I think they might rotate to different circles of the order. Okay. Because you notice, like, with this, it's like, this is their group that formed, right? Yeah. And there's different circles. Exactly. Each one has a different, like, uh, light keeper. Yes. Yeah. So maybe, I think maybe that's what we'll see in the future. The one person in this whole group where I'm like, I cannot see them doing this kind of, like, time portrayal is uh, Travis. Travis Willingham, who played Grog. Oh. His characters, I can't see him, like, 
I never see him doing like this. But that's what's going to be interesting if he comes on. I want to see what he does. I that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to see Travis Willingham do his own character for this kind of game. Yeah, but honestly, dude, the characters were great. Uh, Anjali Bimani. Yes, I known her from Overwatch, but I didn't know she did like. Uh, I didn't know she worked with Critical Role a whole lot. Oh, I remember that. Conversation. She does a lot of yeah. like guest uh, work. So whenever they have like random guest characters come in. They'll yeah. have her come in. And she's been. And she's lately. great. Yes, she does a great job. Yeah, like, oh, uh, it was her, Will Friedle, another one they've been do- using a lot recently, which is uh, Robbie Danger, who's in this one now, mm-hmm. and he actually did a great job in uh, the campaign three for Critical Role when he first got introduced. So I'm really excited to see like him more because like he came in and went. Yeah. Yeah, the cast so far has been great. Everyone played their part really well. I, I, honestly, I love Ashley Johnson's character Augie. Uh, oh, Augie James? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Ew, here's the paper. It's got everything. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like the worst accent. I, yeah, it is, yeah. It, it works so well for her. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, Ashley Johnson was the best, but I mean, Laura Bailey's character being, like, very dark and, like, being, like, already kind of just, like, broken from the magic of this world. Yes. I, in the way she kind of portrays it, where it's like, Almost like childlike and a little autistic, like. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't catch <laughs> what that. The hell? You know, you're right. Though, if you did, you watch it. <laughs> I watched. Um, so I'm, oh, I'm gonna lie wow. to you guys. I only got halfway in, and I gave up. What? I, I really lie, hated I this. Watch you movie. hated this? This is definitely not up his alley. Oh man. No, like I... legit. I was watching this, and once they cut my screen into five squares, like the main guy and four characters, and to your point. They lit up the character whose turn it was to talk. And then the way the guy was setting up the conversation, I was like, oh, dear God, shoot me now. Like, you come into a room. You notice that oh the paper God. is off crumbled to the side. But you walk in with a brand new paper to give to Mr. Jones. And then the person takes over. And I'm just like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, they have to finish like, the rest of the story. Like, dude, they have like, to make it no, up. No. They, no. He has to give them information so yeah, they can no. build upon because they don't know what's going on. Yeah, but it's like, it's that's the thing. It's like, he gives you sets up, at the, yeah, he sets up, like, a scene, and then the other character literally has to, like, finish it on, like, Bro, on their, like, like, no. That's I was great. like, no. This <laughs> I'm is sorry. Definitely. It's not, it's so, not scripted. This, that's this, what I, I, I understand it's not scripted, but it's so force-fed, like, you have to acknowledge what the dude set you up with. You have to acknowledge the piece of paper he addressed. You have to acknowledge the pot on the table that is not heated or the kettle that's Well, hot. on this particular series, it's really important because it is it's investigative. Yeah. Okay, but, but, but okay. So, yeah. again, I went in not knowing what the yeah. fuck I was watching. So, yeah, so it's so not yeah. just like, hey, back, Ryan, yeah. watch this. Yeah, back like, cool. yeah. Now I feel like what you guys yeah. feel when I'm like, hey, guys, this is top 10 Netflix. Watch it. Like, I totally felt that no, way. Back, back to Joe. you guys point. are going back at me yeah. for that, like, I feel no. It? You guys are assholes. What the fuck? We actually enjoy. Like this is something we enjoy. Yeah. Oh my god. You but, guys enjoy this. But shit? to be fair, though, like this is like to be fair. Yeah. This is a lot more investigative. Other D and D series are a lot more, like he was saying, action focused. Where like it's when it's leading up to the combat. I still don't think you would enjoy that. To be honest, <laughs> I don't think like, I don't like, think D like, playthrough. I don't no, think no. any uh, TTRPG playthroughs are your no, thing. No, no, <laughs> no. I I don't watch Twitch TV for that reason. Man. I don't watch YouTube playthroughs. I don't do any other shit. If I'm gonna watch you playing a game, but this I is not. The game. But this is so. But th- what I enjoy about this is really like the. We're, the, the role play. It's like the, they they get a scene. Yeah, they're totally wrong. No, I can. Yeah, like you know it's, like it's improv. It's yes, fucking improv. Exactly. But it's a tabletop improv and yeah. I'm just like okay I get it but it's not funny 
I have to pay attention because you're going off of something somebody else said. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm fucking involved. And I'm yeah. Just like, and you have to pay attention. Did you, did you talk about the newspaper that the guy talked about? Because if you don't talk about the newspaper, you're going to miss the story. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> so you're, you're like, like oh, you're not addressing that one address right now. <laughs> And that's where I was like, what the fuck is happening? Why am I watching this? And I started playing Legend of Zelda. I was like, I'm out. (laughs) I let it play in the background. You know what it reminded me of? A fucking radio TV show from the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. That is legit what it reminded me of. Dude, honestly, I I listened to the podcast version for all of it. And like, the one that just dropped for Critical Role, the latest episode, was four hours and 45 minutes. And then on top of that, you guys, he set me up for three and a half hours. I could barely <laughs> do this podcast for past two. I'm just like, why? <laughs> right, you set us up to watch a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What TV show? What TV show did I set you up? Uh, Actually, no, that was me. That's my bad. Yeah, exactly. That was the cool. Oh, wait, Fubar was good, though. Fubar was his choice, yeah, though. Fubar was great. great. I try to limit you guys to under this two-hour mark that I will hate so much of the passion. <laughs> and even then, you know, sometimes it's like two hours and 22 minutes, but it's worth it. And I'm just like, fuck, you guys three hours for three hours. Great golden light. It's great material. Bro, it's so it. cringe. It's so wow. cringe. I'm just like... Brian is breaking my heart right now. I'm Legit sorry. breaking I'm sorry. I knew going into this episode I was not going to be your guys' favorite. <laughs> and I was like, I held up as long as I could and I was like, guys... <laughs> I was, it was funny because I'm like, he didn't like this because I know, you know how I know why? Because he's oh. talking it all. He was quiet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was like, hey, man, I'll let these guys go. Because I'm going to come in and I'm going to immediately derail the whole conversation. I'll let them go. I'm going to let them go. And <laughs> <laughs> let you guys go. I'm sorry. I, 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 I tried. I gave like halfway in. I, I Brian. I know you weren't gonna like this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I made I made him because I was the one. I think you were, I was you're the one who yeah, like, recommended it. And oh I was like, my god! So, and that was the only reason I went with it is because Saul never recommends anything. So yeah. I was like, you know, I forget that like Saul my interests are like, like my interests are very niche. Hey, dude, it's okay. I'm fucking anime well, hardcore. What? I told him like, dude, listen to Critical Role. You'll love it. Yeah. Right. The same same team. Yeah. I don't like Critical Role. No, no, I didn't yeah. like the. No, I tried watching the first season and I couldn't do it because it was like a. It lot was too of, many people at one time yeah. talking. <sighs> yeah, but you know, what I did love. It's a fucking what's it called? Uh, Fantasy High. What's the name? Um, uh, is D- Dimension Twenty. Yeah, Dimension with, uh, Twenty. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> Brandon, He's like he's uh, he's the best. He's the best DM. So you know how we how we are just like kind of like love Matt Mercer from Critical Role, right? Brandon Lee Mulligan is a better version of that. He just can't do the voices. No, he does do that. Well, he definitely he can't does. Do as many. Uh, you're right. Matt Mercer has a wider variety. Yeah, of voices. well, he's got because he can do like deep voice. Dude, he talks like Matt Mercer Whoa. is fucking Ganondorf on Legend of Zelda yeah. game. Yeah. Like that's how yeah. big that guy's yeah. been. Yeah, but like Brandon Lee Mulligan, he when he does his voices, it's he can do voices, but where he really gets you is like his kind of like story based stuff that he gives you. And the way he builds, and the way he kind of lures you in, and like he, yeah. he legitimately. Are we talking about the guy in the left side, like where he has his own square? No, this is a different show. Well, Matt Mercer is that guy. Wait, who's the guy that was watching? Matt, Matt Mercer. So that he's was the dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. See, I liked him. Yeah. I just don't like the vibe. <sighs> I was just like, I, I'm telling you, I could totally be that. I could totally be a Matt Mercer. You walk into a room. You know, I could totally oh, do man. that. He was like, doing. He was like, he had a good voice right there. Too. Yeah, no. Like, you know, yeah. I could totally do Matt Mercer. Like, I could do that role. Dude, However, no I, lie. And out of all of us, he has a better voice for like voiceover work and for really podcasting. Does, yeah. I feel like he has a voice. Whereas me, I don't have a good voice for this. <laughs> I just have a very good opinion. I can talk about. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, I can fuck with voices. I've always been trying to do that shit. And remember, it's morphin time. 
Like, I've practiced that, like, so many times from our childhood, so. Mm. But point is, I could be that guy, but I don't want to watch him. <laughs> like, it's one of those things, like, I, I like, respect... I, I love how they were dressed. Like, it definitely puts you into the realm of what they're trying to portray. Well, especially for the fact that because of how they're playing the game, yeah. when they play D&D, they actually have the battle maps. They have the figurines to move around the board. Yeah. And, to, yes. and with this, they can't do that. No, yep, it's all theater of the mind. Yeah. And that's where so I it was like... helped a lot. Yeah. I was like fucking lost. I was like, guys, where's the action? Where's the play, you know? And right here in this in this YouTube series, this YouTube show... What do you call it? It's uh, on Twitch first. Before it's it's Twitch first, but it's literally... Uh, it's, a pod- it's a podcast. Okay. So this YouTube podcast that I watched... Um, there wasn't enough action like I watched it for an hour guys and I was like yo who's gonna fight (laughs) where where does the fighting come in and I'm just like okay I'm gonna fight my own monsters and I started (laughs) playing games Um, so no but but I respect Matt Mercer running that show he he did it really well like I'm telling you if I could be anybody in a tabletop role playing game I'd be Matt Mercer like I'd be that guy do it huh yeah do Do it. it Oh. Learn how to DM, bro. I told you guys, <laughs> give me a shot. I said go for it, and you haven't done anything. Oh, you motherfucker. Why did you say give me a shot? Last time I go, I can fucking do it. I'm like, go make one. I'm like, make a campaign. It's easy. You go into a dungeon. I'm like, that's not how you fucking do it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's not how traditional people do go into a dungeon. My dungeon is just your waking point. You guys were thrown in that dungeon, but you don't know that until I open up the world and then you guys escape. And next thing you know, you're in an open fucking vast area. You your just words, have to be in solitude. Your words were... You wake up in a dungeon. I can build four dungeons right now. It's like easy. <laughs> I, I can do it real quick. Yo, dude, dungeons are dungeons. Like, you're going to fight them. But, okay, that's sidetrack. Point is, this show, or YouTube, podcast, whatever, it was entertaining. But I needed more action. So that's why I tuned out after like an hour and a half. I'm kind of hoping we're going to get some more of that later on. It does. Seeming to tell me, like, at the three hour mark, there's still no action. No, there was. They, there was a little yeah. towards the end, but it's not he- heavily action-based. Yeah. Even then, when we get to the action points, it's more of, like, skills checks that, like, kind of capture the monster. Yeah. It's not so much fighting it. It's more, like, trying to capture it, and, like, you do, like, different things. To yeah, so you're rolling dice. Yeah, so they, they're trying to capture, like, this entity that's been... Co- what caused everything, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's rolling dice. There's no miniatures or anything like that for this one. No fireballs? No. no. That's what I figured. I'm sorry, Brian. It's okay. I mean, if you do want to see that, I mean, they do have the actual D&D tabletop roleplay, but like I said, it's long. I know. If you want to watch Dimension 20, they keep it down to around like an hour and a half, I don't think he'll like um, Dimension 20. But he can watch Vox Machina. I'll watch Vox Machina all day, every day, and on any day that ends with Y. Cannot wait for season three. I know. Me neither. (gasps) Dude, they have so much stuff going to uh, Amazon. Really? Crooked Roll had like a big contract with Amazon Prime. Fuck. So they have uh, next season for Boss Machina. They announced that they're going to do the, the second campaign, which is the, the Mighty Nine. So they're going to have like two different shows going simultaneously. And they announced that they're going to have a third show that they that is to be announced later on. Mm. Which could either be the third campaign, it could be the Candela Scura if they want to push this more. Oh, man. I, or it could be something completely different altogether. Yeah. I would say they should do Candela because it's currently running, but maybe mm. not only that. But even if you don't want to pull straight from the actual podcast that they've been doing for Vox yeah. Machina, you can literally create your own stories and they like, have it in that universe and yeah. have everyone come through to do. Because I, I, I did love the universe. I, I did love the character, like the organizations that they set up and how it works. So I'm really interested to see more of the story. Yeah, um, should we go move on to ratings? It looks like for this one. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, can you guys at least film me on what I miss? Like, what was the whole point of the first three and a half hour episode podcast YouTube thing? Because, again, I tuned out after an hour and a half. Hour and a half, I was like, I saw no action. I saw no play. Did I understand the crown nation they were leaving on? Yes, it was about this lady. It was about this newspaper route. It was about, you know, reading the newspaper, finding the stories, finding what was going on in this house. Like, what did I miss after the hour and a half part? So, I mean, I think, like, the first... Yeah, I think the first hour was really just a lot of setup, a lot of character back uh, information. So, yeah, literally, it's, like, introducing... It, I don't like just introducing you to the characters, but also introducing to the universe. Like, it's a yeah. lot of, like, world-building, too. But uh, what you find now is, like, there's two different organizations. There's the one that is the Candela Obscura, who their whole goal is to find and capture these entities that kind of cross over yes. to our world. Because they have a habit of like just going out rampaging and killing. There's another group where their whole thing is like we want to try to cover it up and capture them, but use them for our own evil means. Yeah. So the two organizations are kind of working against each other. Um, Similar goals, but different yeah, different. Yeah, games. exactly. And and a lot of the people in Candela Obscura, like there's a reason why they're in Candela Obscura. Like they all have had their like run in or something like was that. The, it was O O W T. Yeah. I forgot what it was called, but yeah. like they've all had their experience with this other side of things. Um, so that's what the whole first hour is. You get a lot of characters. Right. That, that's where, it, yeah. like, I, I, again, I tried my best to pay attention, and I did. Yeah. I understood the details, I understood the premise, but after the hour and a half mark, what did I miss? So they get together, they form their circle, and okay. they're off to basically investigate whatever that thing caused. Yeah. So they end up finding it. Um, they end up, like Joe was saying, they encounter it, they do their thing against it. And they capture it before... What's the name of that organization gets there? I think it's OU... Oh, is, oh, is that is OWT or something like that? Yeah. Or OWP? Um, but yeah, so they basically captured the... the what is it? It's like a ghost? Uh, they never really explain yeah. what it was, but it's a... Leftover from a... It's pretty much like a ghost, but they never actually call it a ghost. They yeah. call it something else. But um, it's pretty much something that's based around fire because of how it died. And... They are pretty much trying to stop it from like burning down an entire like it feeds off fire, so it goes into a uh, smelting facility, a factory, and it's trying to feed up the fire there. But anyone that gets near it, it kills. So they're trying to stop it before it can do that, and they're trying to evacuate the place and like make sure no one really knows what's going on because the whole thing is they're trying to hide this from the general public because they don't want people to freak out either. Right. So, so then I only missed one encounter. There's only one encounter. Yeah. For three and a half hours, that's only one encounter. Well, okay. It was also like them trying to follow the clues to lead to what the encounter was going to be. Welcome to TTRPG (laughs) playthrough. I mean, it takes me back to our fucking D&D nights. Like, did it take three hours? I don't think so. Well, it's... I, but then I think Joe also helped us speed along. Like, well, so yeah. It's like well, it's not, we don't really do investigational stuff. No, we do not. It's more like, like hey, no, there's a bad guy over here. <laughs> which I appreciate. Well, no, I also even gave you guys something to investigate, and you guys were doing horrible. Yeah, no, it was so great. It was like, so we have these tents. All right, let's burn them. We're like, all right, cool, let's burn them. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. He's like, this is where they are. Like, Joe had this, like, beautiful, like, thing set up, and I was like, burn them all. It was like, no tact, no finesse. Our lawful good paladin decided to do genocide. We lost valuable treasure, apparently. You know, like, our awkward DM would have just made me lose my powers after that. 
my alignment. <laughs> I thought about it, but I'm like, you know what? You didn't know anything was in there. So. Like, you didn't look into the tent. You're just like, I'm going to sit on my fire. Like, diversion. You didn't look into anything in that fucking tent. I just went with I followed your play. <laughs> Literally what he said. I just went with it. Buster Paladin. And it worked. We got the job done. No, I tell you, man. The job done. It came yeah. to interrogate. Like, we killed it. Yeah. failed. Like, we killed that guy so fast, as opposed to the wolves where you guys almost died. <laughs> okay. Not everybody was made to ride on horseback. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Apparently, You're a druid. You're supposed to be good with animals. Bro, dragons and horses do not mix. I don't care what Shrek showed you, but <laughs> it was a donkey with a dragon, not a horse with a dragon. I'm just saying. So do you want to ask next time? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Joe? I'm not going to say this again, but... Well, he's a wizard now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wizard in the off campaign. Right? Yeah, a regular campaign, a druid. I'm not going to say oh my ass, man. Please, 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 please name your, your wizard Harry so I can do the whole... You're a wizard, Harry. Oh, dude, you tell you to be Harry. I, oh, me and Sel talked about this. Oh, yeah. My yeah. bad. We were out having what? a drink at Lazy Dog, and we were both talking about our backstory. This was all during uh, Spider-Man. This is when you dished oh, us okay. in Vegas. Uh, we literally talked about We had a very bonding we moment. We had a great yeah. bonding moment. Like, legit, we came up with our backstories. We are ready to go. We're just waiting on you. But now that you guys are saying I get to be the DM, I might change things. Uh, so, right. you know, maybe we got to talk to Joe about his backstory, and then I go and create my dungeons because... Fuck I can out. create a backstory in five minutes. I can have a character ready to go in, like, two, ten. Damn. Ooh, gauntlet has been thrown. I dig it. Let's go. Email me your backstory. We'll finish up here. I'll, I'll create all that for you. Email me. Email you know, me at bmanreese. You know, if we go to those D&D get-togethers, you can probably find a DM. No, let me do a DM for once. Oh, I found I have to pay for those. It's Wait, what? They're like $10, $15. It's 25 Say what? That's still a Hold bad. on, hold on. What now? There's D&D meetup nights at different spots, but lately they've been in Costa Mesa. Yeah. That's far. Go on. Yeah, well, I mean, it's far from us, but like from work, if I go straight there, I can like be there pretty quick, because like, usually on Thursday nights. But it's like 20, 25 bucks to get in, but you get free stuff out of it. Like I think the last time they did it was like, free uh, miniatures. Yeah, they've been okay. doing miniatures. And... um. You get to meet other people who are playing D D, ask questions, and like it, it, they gear it towards people who are new to it, so uh, they, they can get introduced and like learn from other people who play. Okay, yeah. So I've been thinking about that's going amazing. One of those. Huh? You know, They've done the, one in L A. before too, but it's I like that's a thing. Mason, yeah, yeah. yeah. Low key, like that's a quicker. Not a quicker drive, but a better drive. I, I was going to say, it's like, drive to we're, we're like literally in the halfway point between like L A. and like Costa yeah. like yeah. OC. I'm cool for it. Okay, so right. now we're going to figure out, you and Joe, I'm DM for our off campaign, just for fun. Fine. All right. You know, I will build a character tonight, and I'll have it ready for you sounds tomorrow. Sounds good. Let you know your partner is a gunslinger. You know, I'm just, oh yeah, I am a gunslinger. Done. That's right. All right. Uh, I was a wizard. I was going to fireball everything. Just I know. Like, I already I know. I know. You know when, you were like, when you were like, yo, you were like, <laughs> you were like, I'm going to be a wizard. I was like, he looked up who the strongest character could be. <laughs> he just looked up, what is the strongest character in no, D&D? No. no, no. So like low-key when I was making my, oh, damn, low-key. Okay. So low-key when I was making my first character. That's four times now. I'm sorry. So Four times in 30 minutes. Five times. Stop it. Okay. So, when I was first making my druid, I was trying to understand the difference between a druid, a wizard, and what was the difference. Druid, innate abilities. Wizard, they had to learn from others or Mm -hmm. outside sources. So, that's how I wanted druid in our campaign because I was like, yo, I'd rather have innate, right? 
But then I started like seeing everybody saying, yo, wizard, fireball. And I was like, I want a fireball. I don't have a fireball. Yeah. <laughs> That's a druid. So I was like, you know what? If I ever get a chance again, I'm going wizard. Like, I want a fireball. Shit. Okay. Here, if we ever find like an outside DM who's willing to take us on. Fine. Oh, sorry. Uh, we all roll. Wait, I said it. It was like it was funny. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we, we all roll wizards. What? Yeah. So we'll reason die is with one no, physical no. person. They can. So it, all it takes is one wizard to learn one spell, and then the others can literally learn that spell. It's literally leeching. Yeah, oh. <laughs> because like a wizard can learn a spell from a book. Yes. So if we all learn, and they can literally learn almost any spell. So anyway. if we all learn different spells, we can just learn each other's spells. So let's say I'll go learn all the fires. Yeah, I'll learn fires. You learn all the waters. Well, no, the like you can literally learn elemental spells. You can literally learn like defensive spells. Yep. I can learn healing spells, and we can swap out if we need to. Switch, Me. switch, 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 and we all gain. Yeah, yeah, Dude. we can all learn each other's okay. spells. Okay, I was saying DM, let's run it. <laughs> all right, so we're, at, we're he's gonna be from a different house though. <laughs> Gryffindor, yeah, we're, we're, we're coming from a magical, we come from a magical school, and we went rogue. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, they're like, oh, this is pussy shit. We want real spells. Yeah, fuck this. I want. Yeah. Adam, Adam could, Adam and could so now the like, school has a bounty on our heads. Yes, and we're running away. Yeah, yeah dude, he's <laughs> up the story. We have the story. Let's fucking go. The mentors are chasing us down. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, dude, that's gonna be fun. That's great. Dude, that's that great. Is, that's see, yes. That's what I like. D I just can't watch it, guys. Like, I know it's fair. Let that's me fair. be involved. Totally let me okay. Be involved and we create. No, totally okay. Totally okay. Yeah. Totally okay. Yeah. But it's fun when we play. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's like fucking. Memorable, yeah. like I'm always worried. Like fucking, uh, was it? Uh, not his name's not Drake. Jake. Jake. Jake with his elder blast. Like oh, that's yeah. memorable. Every yeah. time he uses, it, like Eldritch. Eldritch blast, and I'm like, motherfucking attacked. <laughs> let's follow up. So let's go. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but not only that, but the range on that is so fucking ridiculous. 160 yeah. feet, dude. And then we discovered his gunslinger is like 60 feet, so it's half the range of Eldritch. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. And it's still enough. Like me and him already come up with our game plan of like how we're gonna fucking. Attack well, no. Once you learn, like once you get to the point where you can learn sharpshooter, you double your distance. On top of that, bro, you could go 120. Hmm. So FYI, keep that under your hat, cowboy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's let's rate this. Okay, so are we rating this thing? Yeah, let's start off with Brian. Right, so Brian, ah, we'll get you out of the way because yeah. we know yeah. you're gonna hate it. I know you did watch it, so I did. So he tried. If I ever try to watch something and I fail, it's getting a five. That's fine. That's fair. Well, is it a five straight up, or do you feel like it deserves less? Like, would you give it a four, three, two, one? Like, because he's a if it try and yeah, the minimum like, is five. Like, yeah, it, the minimum is five. Like, I, again, I understood the premise. I understood what they were trying to do. I get it. Like, I, if I was a Joe, I would love this shit. But I'm a Brian. I'm a five <laughs> guy. I'm gonna five this shit. I'm not gonna recommend it to my friends because none of my friends. I don't think any of your friends would like it. Yeah, I like, don't think like, anyone would like it. My friends have a different taste buds, yeah. y'all. They, they, you're not gonna sit there. For to be and fair, I don't think there's anyone I can fair. recommend this to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Honestly, I'm not right there with you. Yes. I cannot recommend this people because of how long it is. Yeah, okay. it's long. Thank I tell, you. I tell them don't watch it, but listen to the podcast. Okay, no. thank you. So you guys, knowing what yeah, you all just said, that's true. Do you think any of our listeners are gonna fucking watch this shit? Uh, there might be some. Yeah, there might be one. There might be one. Maybe two. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> was, I just wanted that to be clear. I'm a five because I'm not gonna recommend it to any of my friends. I understand the premise, so I'll give them that. Uh, like I said, Mercer, I love that dude. Like he's a homie. Like he, he voices Gandalf. He does Fox Machina. Like he's, he's a homie. Korean Overwatch. He, dude, like I'm never gonna talk shit about him. 
But for this three and a half hour thing you guys maybe would try to watch, it's a five because I, I didn't finish it. I played video games. I I, I, I I understood, but then I also felt like compelled to try to pay attention. But then I found myself like, hey, you go into a room. <laughs> you see the paper. It's crumbled. I cannot wait to use in a campaign. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm just looking at my head. I'm like, man, I hope that fucking character addresses the paper. Like, when I start trying to get into the head of the character that that character yeah. is about to repre- reproduce, I'm just like, if you don't talk about the paper, we're about to fight. Like, and that's <laughs> I'm just like, I'm about to fight you. And so that's where I got like very conflicted yeah. in a five. Like, you know how you guys come at the fucking every movie and show like I would have done it this way. Yeah. Oh, oh Jeff. I was to that extent. Ryan was with doing every that. character. Yeah. I was like, oh, this motherfucker better talk this. All that motherfucker. He better bring that up. Oh, you didn't bring that up. You fucked up. Like I was, you guys to the fucking extent with each and every character, and that's when I was like, I'm done with this, and I had to like bounce out. Like that's I went down the rabbit hole. That's fair. That's so, yeah. fair. So yeah, that's where I was with this. I give it a five. Uh, it would definitely be higher if it was in my forte of like what I like. Um, but again, no disrespect to any of the actors. The production value was amazing. How they were lighting up according to who was supposed to talk was great. Uh, Storyline was good. Content was good. The layups or foundation were solid. I just, for me, too long. Needed more action. I got too much into my own head. Fair. That's fair. I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah, I'm giving this an eight. I really liked it. I love the setting. I thought it was very interesting. Um, I'm not too familiar yet with the new mechanics, so hopefully. I kind of feel like we have to watch the um, the tutorial video yeah. to learn the mechanics. So they don't explain it at all. Yeah, that's um, the one issue I kind of had with it was like they yeah. don't explain the mechanics and, how they play. And that's the one thing about moving away from Five E, right? It's uh, learning new mechanics and seeing how that works. Yeah. Um, but I, I really loved the production in this. I thought the production was great. The set looked great. The intro looked great. Um, I love how they're dressed. Like, it's just so good. Um, the world that they've created for this is very interesting. And I'm excited to see where this goes next. Okay. So we got a five and an eight. Um, I am right there with you, so I'm going to go with the eight on this one. Um, Again, if they were to explain the mechanics as they were playing a little bit more, yeah, I would enjoy it a bit more, and I'd probably give it a higher rating. Um, I cannot recommend this to people unless I know for a fact that they're willing yeah. to sit through all of it. Yeah, that's the problem. Because yeah. that's the that's the biggest downside to this show is like the length. Yeah, and I I got a problem with it. I, I work. I listen to my headphones a lot. I'm in the warehouse all day, so I'm able to like listen to these long shows, which is why I listen to Critical Role every week when it comes yeah. out. It's just it's easier for me, and I know not a lot of people have that time. Yeah, especially they already have other podcasts they listen to. Yep, and they dedicate like three hours to two or three different podcasts. And I'm like, okay, well, I got one that I recommend highly. It's great. It's really fun to like listen to. And if you watch on TV, it's even better because you get the, the layout for all this stuff. It's like three to five hours depending on the week. Yeah, but I am right there with you on that point because, like, for me, I work a lot from home. So I get to just put the YouTube and watch it, you know, in the background. But you're right. Some people don't get that chance. Yeah, not a lot of people are as lucky as we are. Yeah. But yeah, for me, solid eight. All right. I'm very curious where they're going to keep going. I do want to see if they're going to swap out characters. I think I Honestly, I was really looking forward to seeing Talos and Jaffe play. Mm-hmm. Because this seems like right up his wheelhouse. Yeah. This whole like era and the style where they're playing screams Talison. It screams Percy. So hopefully, like I said, we'll get that part um, 
We'll see what happens. When does the next episode come out? It should be weekly, so I believe it's going to be coming out either. Uh, I think it's Fridays. Okay. Because they have this, they have the other show that they started up called Myths. That's every Wednesday, and that one is like, you're not supposed to know who they are, but I know for sure one of the voice voices is Matt Mercer. Okay. Because they have three different uh, voiceover people who they don't give away who they are. Their entire time, like they when they shoot the YouTube videos. It's partially animated things and everything else. If you see the actual people, they're in shadow, so you can't see their faces. But oh, okay, interesting. Matt Mercer has a very distinct look. Yes, he does. Yeah, the long hair and the vest. Yep. So it's easy to tell that he's a part of this, especially since it's being released on Critical Role. Right. But um, that is like another show that I tried to listen to, and it's interesting. It's really weird, but that's one that I I can't recommend people because it is very weird to listen to. Hmm. Yeah, three different people telling the same story, taking turns telling different parts, and it's also a uh, improv story too. So they're all telling the same story, going with the same characters, going with the same premise, but they're also voicing the same character at the same time. Oh, that's weird. So it's easy to get lost in it. Yeah, but it's a very interesting concept. I listened to the first like four episodes, and it's very interesting. It's, it's entertaining, but it's hard to follow sometimes. Yeah. But I believe that's Wednesdays. I and then of course uh, Critical Role is every Thursday, and I believe that they do their uh, Four Sided Dive where they talk about the Critical Role on Tuesdays, uh, once a month. And I believe this is either Monday or Friday. Okay. So they just had the first episode drop. The second one should be dropping soon. He's so mad that you stop petting Dude, him. Dude, yeah. Loki yeah, so He's mad. legitimately like, how dare you? He was you? like, how dare you stop petting me just to talk with your hands? Joe, this is a podcast. Nobody's watching your hands, bro. Quit talking with them. I can't help it. It's how I talk. <laughs> all right. All I'm right. part Italian. Should we take a break before we start on Flash? Yes. Can we take a restroom break? Yes, yes. I have already drank way too much, <laughs> and I would love to eat. All right. the blood. And with that, we'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Yes, yes. Play me my dances, too. On topic, no, I know, you know I, what I, know. Mean? Like, I know, I know, I know. It's like if, I was like, if, he, if we keep talking about this, he can't start recording. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. So that's I mean, you're right fucking there. I, I don't he care. says you're not his best friend. <laughs> I know you're such a. Dude, I don't get From a Gemini to a Gemini, I thought we were best friends. It takes a lot, you know. Well, it Gemini, takes Gemini. Oh, Gemini, oh, Gemini, Gemini. Oh. Uh, we're we're not Gemini's to start off with, but he's Scorpio. I'm Taurus. Like that's already a thing. No, but yeah. Me and him both have Gemini in our other signs, so that's where me and him bond. Like I think it's his. Uh, it's my moon for me. It's his moon and it's my rising, so that's okay. where I meet in the yeah. middle. I was like, I know you're not Gemini. No, yo, but you know what was funny? Some other trick trying to give me Gemini, and I was like, huh, that's cool. That's not me, but that's one of the three, so try again. <laughs> oh, and then I lost 10 bucks. Oh, what? Yeah. They oh, I remember up, the story, yeah. Yeah, they ended up guessing my the correct astrology sign. Wow. Dude, put me in a room full of three Virgos. <laughs> no, <laughs> not in my favor. Like, they straight up guessed me after three questions, because that was the gamble. The gamble was, yo, you each get three questions, because it was two girls. I was like, you each get three questions, try and guess my astrology sign based on the questions I'll answer truthfully, and let's see how it goes. Uh, one asked two questions, the other one asked one question, by me answering wow. the other one, the first one was like, Taurus, and I was like, fuck, what's your memo? <laughs> I 
<laughs> I lost 10 bucks. That was easy. Wow. Dude. Now, for me, it's like super easy. They're like, oh, he's brooding a lot. Ooh. So, Scorpio. Scorpio. He's yep, brooding. Scorpio. Yep, yep, yep. But can a girl be brooding and also be classified as a Scorpio? Because I think brooding, well, brooding is tends to be Scorpio in general. But name one girl that you met as a Scorpio that's brooding. I don't know Scorpio female. Yeah, I don't actually know that many girls from Scorpio. Correct. I also don't know what month is like what zodiac. It's like so, a late October I don't know or November. Either, until I get to know them, my odds of finding Scorpios are really bad. Sorry, really good. Let me rephrase that. Majority of the girls that I've talked to and we bond, we kick it off great. I don't find out until like later in the end game that they're like, oh yeah, so my birthday is coming up, and I'm like, oh, it's your birthday, and like. Oh, it's November. I'm like, uh, November what? Uh, and then I find out. And then the other ones, oh, my birthday's in October. I'm like, October what? And, you know, they happen to fall into the yep. fucking Scorpio yeah. range. And I'm just like, bro, according to astrology, quotation mark, I'm putting it out there because nobody can see it on the podcast. Uh, Scorpios and Tauruses are not supposed to be fucking me. No, like, but it's there's, there's, anti. But it, there's more. To, like I said, there's like, it's the but whole chart. that's not fair because there was like a handful. And I'm just like, bro, Scorpios should not be fucking with me. But I fuck with them. And it's just a thing. And point is, brooding Scorpios, I have not found one brooding Scorpio female. That is not oh. a thing. So I think it's just a brooding Scorpio male thing. Or maybe it's okay. just me. Maybe I'm oh, shit. You know what? There it is. Yeah. It might just be a soul yeah, thing. Yeah, End of the day. Try just sell thing. Oh, well, where you going? No, no, low key. Chill, bro. Chill. You're part of this podcast now. You're part of the family. He's had enough love. Hey, hey, hey. Family. Okay. Oh, he meowed. Poor little dude. He's like, okay, guys. I'm ready to go to bed. You guys, uh, you guys can start on um, Flash. I'm going to go put him in the room real quick before so you can get some. Sounds good. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so, guys, next topic on today's podcast is going to be The Flash. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> this fucking movie, man. Dude, okay, so hold on, hold on, so let's set up the premise, okay? So this well, movie was put on hold so many times okay. because of an actor that was in the As spotlight Rob in the worst possible yeah. fucking way. Mr. or Mrs. or they, Ezra, Ezra Miller, yes. home person has been in the limelight for the wrong fucking reasons. He was in such legal trouble from the get-go from this film after it was done filming, and it was like he was grooming somebody, he was in trouble in He kidnapped Hawaii. somebody. He kidnapped somebody. He assaulted like, somebody. Assaulted, like, there is a, a track record. He had a cult going yeah, on. Yeah, he had a mini cult. cult going like, low-key, if I... Fuck. He was grooming children. If I was no, a, we already, yeah, we I was a flash, children. Yeah. I would have a cult, too. Like, yeah, I'm just starting out there. Like, if I could get money from it. But point was, this guy had a rap sheet going on before the movie even fucking yep. launched. And it was amazing because we've heard from other studios, such as Marvel, where they had an issue with uh, the guy who played Kang. What's his name, uh, Joe? Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Jonathan Majors. He just had an allegation. Yeah, I know. Allegation. And they're like, oh, don't worry. We have, uh, we have plans B, C, yeah. D, E. And I'm just like, wait. Until yeah. As a Miller, like, this fool's still here and he has... Not even an allegation. Like, it's on his fucking rap sheet. Yeah. Like, why he's is this guy fighting still... Core balance oh, right now he's still. fighting core balances still. And I'm just like, this makes no sense, DC. Make it make... Warner Brothers, yeah. DC and Warner Brothers. Yeah. Make it make sense. I, look, I completely agree with you. I... Well, no, it's DC because Warner Brothers got him out of the Harry Potter movies. That's true. He was no longer in the... No, I know, but DC's still Warner Brothers. It is, but it's also its own division. Yeah, but it's still Warner Brothers Studios. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm at. And it's like... I don't honestly like 
it's like the, the part of the reasoning that I remember it's like oh well this is going to set up the next thing because like this was a flashpoint it's going to reset everything and it's going to I did not like how they, how they did that but they didn't they didn't well no they did and they didn't because like the way Bruce Wayne explains multiverse with the spaghetti oh my but god you don't that even was need the that. best fucking explanation okay, on multiverse you know, what, you know why it explains multiverse in a very very good way but here's okay. why but, but guys, oh, okay, guys hold on let's we'll talk you, we didn't even need that they could literally just start a new universe at any time. Honestly, they I no. rather they just start a new universe. I don't want yeah. it to be a part of the multiverse. But that but that's what I'm saying. It's like the only reason people were justifying this movie to begin with was because it's going to reset the timeline. It's going to lead into what's his name, James Gunn's uh, universe. And it didn't do any of that. No, and honestly, I was thinking if they were going to do an end credit scene, which they said they had one, yeah. I thought it was going to be something to show that. Yes, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. It, I was hoping that we are going to see either Kara meet the new Superman, yep. which is supposed to be the first movie that comes out. Right. So, I mean, like, obviously, they, they're probably casting yeah. or I have it casted. I, I was just wanted something that would maybe show us of, like, what's to come, and it doesn't do any of that. No. So, again, it's like you have Ezra Miller, right? All these charges... Why even release? Like, why even go Remember, through the process? Why release this movie and not yeah. background? I, I was, okay. I was so thinking that. Guys, this is a callback to our very first episode. We literally talked about this in the first episode. Yeah. Warner Brothers, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Like, fucking episode 22, we're talking about this again. Yeah. And it is so fucking funny because this is months later. Yeah. They still release the movie. Mm. They still back Ezra almost Miller up. a year later. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. But, but, but yeah, they backed Ezra, they Miller. Ezra Miller. They went up. through like, everything. Oh my God. But, but again, it's like, why? Why did this movie need to be released? In all honesty, this movie, I felt was lacking in so many different places and I felt like it fell apart a lot. Oh, yes. Okay, Absolutely. Okay. Hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. Before we get into that, hold on, hold on. Alright, so, we talked about Ezra Miller. Why we hate him. Yeah. Why we don't understand how he's still around them. when... Huh? We, them. They, them. I oh, it, yes. I okay. said Ezra Miller. Alright, we don't understand why Ezra Miller is still around based on all the allegations against him and shit like that. Rap sheet... But we have Marvel, who's like, yo, Jonathan Majors, yeah. one allegation, yeah. you're done with, right? So we're trying to understand that rap and put our hands mm-hmm. around that. And while that's happening, this movie has been sitting pretty for a minute. Because we talked about it in our first podcast episode. It did get delayed, right? It got, it delayed, got delayed at least three times. Three times for this movie to come out. And it was always because something else came out in the DC Universe that affected this movie. And well, yeah. the first time it was delayed was because of COVID. Then Ali started coming out and they started doing reshoots and they started doing different things to incorporate James Gunn's universe. But... Which it doesn't do. It doesn't do. Which is so crazy because I know that's what you guys are looking at and we're trying to figure out how it does incorporate. But then I kept... That's why I brought it up right now. We have been talking about this film since a year ago. This film was already done. It was just a matter of when can it come out with the least amount of publicity... Bad publicity. Is that what you think happened? Oh, 100%. It's just like... It came out to... When can we release this film with the least amount of bad publicity? And get it to people forget? Get it to where people forget. And then on top of that, um, what movie brought in uh, Michael Keaton and other shit? Batgirl. Yeah. Batgirl. So Batgirl also affected what could have been reshoots. Because at one point after we talked about it, there was reshoots that were talked about after we talked about it. Yeah. So there were some reshoots. But at the end of the day, they fucking released the film. 
is, I don't even think we have first numbers yet because we just saw this yesterday yeah. and it hasn't even been the weekend. So I'm kind of we excited. We can probably look up opening day numbers. So I'll look that up opening like, day numbers. Okay. So we'll look up opening day numbers considering we just saw it yesterday ourselves. Yeah. Like day one, we saw it Friday, yep. but 7 o'clock. It, here's the thing it, it doesn't even lead into James Gunn's universe, and it doesn't end the previous universe either. No. So, like, right, Joe? Like, we're it doesn't, jumping it's, too far ahead. We're jumping too far ahead. We gotta start at the beginning. We gotta start at the beginning. So, this film. Goes so, in. real quick uh, opening day, opening 24 day. and a half million is estimated to probably pull in for the three day weekend 60 million, which is a huge loss. That is a huge loss. Well, I mean, the reviews are starting to come out, right? The reviews are coming out. Some are higher. Well, the thing is, I've, I've been seeing a lot of people like blow this movie, like talking about how great it is, how what it finalizes the DC universe. No, it's probably because of the Keaton fucking uh, cash in. But look, I I don't get this movie. It doesn't end the Snyder, the DC EU. Bro, it doesn't. That's the beginning. Go on. So beginning of this film, right? I Ezra fucking Miller. hated the first scene. I fucking hated Oh my god. What? Guess how much it costs to make this movie? $295 million. Close. Go. How much? $220. $220 million? It's estimated to get $60 million opening weekend. Uh, That's a deficit of like a yeah. lot. $60. That being said, so when we see this movie... We see the opening scene, so you hated it. It was the most ridiculous opening scene, I what feel like. What do you like. mean? You hated the fact he saved babies coming out of it a skyscraper? I hated the fact that each baby looked like a CGI Cabbage Patch Kid from oh the 90s. God, that dude. was hilarious. That made it laughable for me. So also, the bad. dog with a different dog. The During the viewing, he was like, he was like, Brian. Did you change the dog? <laughs> I was like, what was it before? He was like, German Shepherd. I'm like, yeah, they did. And so it was. It went from a German Shepherd to a Beagle. Yeah, it went from German Shepherd to Beagle. And I was like, continuity issue. And I was like, typical Flash movie. Because, you know, it's Flash. If, if there's one thing the Flash is known for for comics, is for continuity. Because Homeboy be breaking shit left and right. Yeah, right. right. But, but he hasn't broken anything. No, yeah. It's like, that's right, the right. thing. But he hasn't even broken anything yet. But we know the Flash is known for breaking a lot of shit. And breaking the paradoxes. They have a whole paradox uh, called Flash. Point? Yeah, Flashpoint Paradox. Flashpoint Paradox. Which one is made about? It yeah, was, it's it, was, uh, it takes parts. So yeah. it, they definitely took Well, a lot originally of it was supposed to be actually be that. It was supposed and to be And then they changed a lot of it to accommodate make it work. Yes. Yeah. So accommodate for the DC Universe. So the Flash is uh, the Flash is what I call a wild card in the DC Universe because he, at any point, could mess with the timeline and completely... Be- Forget everything that we know, and I think that's DC's wild card. Like, well, in the comics, if, whenever they have a reboot of the universe, yeah, it's usually the usually Flash doing it. One of the Flashes at the very case yeah. and point. The Flash is the DC wild card. Whenever yeah. they want to reset the universe, whenever they want to change something to their liking, but yo, go get the current. But Flash again, and they can break it. This movie doesn't reset anything. It resets very minute details. Yes, of what universe. The one that's universe. not even going to continue? Exactly. Yes. So it doesn't the matter. Don't care about. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't end that universe. There's not like an, uh, this is the end of the, you know, they didn't fight, what's his name? Um, Zod? Uh, yeah, no, not Zod. The one from the previous one and Justice League. Uh, Doomsday? Yeah, not, 
No, not Doomsday. Uh, Eisenberg? Uh, Life Equation. Oh, uh, Dark Side. Yeah, Dark Side. So they don't have the big... Fancy life. Yeah, so they don't have the big final fight with Dark Side, right? Dark Side's not even mentioned at all in this one. No, they've completely given up on him. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, they don't do... This, this movie doesn't set up anything nor end anything. It is literally a movie in its own with cameos from other DC movies. Yeah. I guess I'm just like, why didn't they cancel it? I think because of $220 million budget. <laughs> right back from like $90 million. Was it 90 Oh, fuck. Honestly, I would have I would have rather seen Batgirl than this. I honestly wow. would have too. Yeah, no, this movie was terrible, dude. Okay. The so- CGI, literally, some of the CGI in this movie reminded me of Resident Evil 4 cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, it's a video game. It's just like we're in... Dude, there's little scenes where they have the actual scene filmed, and they put it into that weird sphere dome thing yeah. that he's running in, and it's horrible CGI. Like, yeah. Why not just use the clip? Yeah, why can't they just the use? Background. Yeah, you have the image of the people. Joe, I was thinking the same thing. It's like you literally have the live footage of these moments. Why, why do we have this ugly ass? Why does Polar it look Express like Polar CGI? Express? <laughs> yeah, like all of these guys look like Polar Express. The director addressed this already too. Oh, really? Yeah. He actually said, we are seeing the timeline through Barry's point of view, and he's moving so fast that everything doesn't look crisp and clean. It looks blurry. It looks hazy to him out of time. But that's not the impression that it gives off. It does not give off that impression at all. I would rather have a clean image yep. blurred and give us that to make yes. that make sense. This is just an ugly CGI. To me, the budget they used on the movie was not for the CGI. It, it was, was for the for, cameos. No. Not even the cameos. The reshoots. Oh, that's right. The reshoots, yeah. All the reshoots is what cost them money. Dude, I want to say, like, people were making fun of Ant-Man for its CGI. Like, no. This movie takes the cake this year for the worst CGI, like, I've ever... The capes. Batman's capes. Either, uh... Batman, Supergirl. Yeah. Like, the capes looked terrible. Yeah. They do not flow regularly. They look... They look like, uh pre-rendered scene. Yes. Yeah. Like, the first scene with Batfleck when he's riding his motorcycle and you see his, like, uh, the cape building. Yeah, it just looked so bad. I also, I just hated that whole intro scene. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I hated it from the very beginning. The entire time I was just thinking, like, why do we even need to see Batman or Alfred the entire time? You yeah. can literally just have it do, do voiceover, have it all from Barry's point of view. You don't need to see Batman and what he's doing. You're literally having him here just for the cameo, and you don't need that. Yep. You wasted your budget there for to begin with. Oh, it was a lot of issues in terms of like money ill spent. Yeah. And on top of that, it's it's a story we don't need to have. We don't. That's again. That's like the thing I keep coming back to. It's like this doesn't move anything forward, and it doesn't end anything. There's no point to this movie. No. Yes, sir. So that's where I think. This movie is its own entity. Yes. This That's movie, not how they sold it, though. Yeah, that it's not how they sold it. Who sold what? The DC Studios sold this movie as the intro to James Gunn's universe yep. and the ending of the Snyderverse. Yes, and ending of the Snyderverse. And that's the important part, is the ending of the Snyderverse. A closing of this yeah. universe. See, so you know it's wild? I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. What? You, that's I literally catching, why people were no. hyping this movie. <laughs> you know what I was catching on the back end after what you guys heard was in the very beginning. In the very beginning, it was supposed to introduce to into the James Gunverse. In the middle, it was supposed to be the, uh, the closing of the Snyderverse. 
what I caught right before they released the film was this movie's gonna be its own. It's gonna reset the whole universe altogether. But it doesn't do it that. Any three. And it, it doesn't, doesn't do. do yeah, it doesn't do any of the three. And that is the shit that made me die. Is That's because what I'm saying. you heard one thing, yeah. you heard another, and, I and read you, another, yeah, and it doesn't, and in the do. End, it doesn't do any of it that. It doesn't this, do anything. This film is such a wild card. It is not even. It didn't even do what anybody it, said it was supposed no, to do. No, it did not. It did not. And, I, I I knew from the beginning that because they were like, oh, it's gonna have two Ezra Millers, like one from in the future, or, yeah, one from the past. And I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh great, now, this is getting out of hand. There's two of them now. Like <laughs> like I knew it was gonna be terrible, and I and but I didn't know how bad it actually was. I legit went in I, knowing there was gonna be two Ezra Millers. I'm yes. Like, okay, at least make one of these. Ibarthon. Make one of it like a dark flash. Yeah. Make one of them do something to make it make sense that to have two. Right. And they, they, they don't do any of that. They, they not tried. in the beginning. They, they tried, tried at the end. end. Okay, but that was but like the man. I literally, I literally tapped Joe. Like, Joe, Joe, Joe. This is the this is origin story. No, and okay. sure enough, dark flash. Later, yeah. Well, I was doing the same thing with Joe when I started seeing a bunch of yellow. I was like, he's going to be reverse flash. I was like, Joe, Joe, Joe. And then I'm like, nothing I'm in the middle of the middle of you two and you both keep like hitting me. Joe, Joe, Joe. And then, but none of it, it's like the dark flash or whatever, whatever the fuck he was. It was the worst. He didn't even look like dark flash. No. You know what he looked like? He looked like a red lantern. He reminded me kind of like Doomsday, almost. Well, no, you ever read the comics for Green Lantern Corps? You see the Red Lantern, the yeah. one that has a cat? Mm-hmm. He looks like that, dude. I guess. But, first of all, did he just keep getting blades stuck in him? At that point, it wasn't even blades. It was like, he started having like rock attached to his face. Get, how? Yeah, because like, how did that happen? You know, because like at first we know that he gets a blade attached to him because yeah. like, that the explosion, right? Whatever. How does he keep getting like shrapnel like put on him time and time again? I'm like, how do you not die? Yeah. Yet? I mean, I get that you heal quickly, but I mean, like, you're still running with the stuff in you. Yeah, I don't know, man. That was... And then how they beat him? Like, come it was, on. It was dumb. And to me, there's only one thing worse than the way they decided to write that guy out. Yeah. It was his fucking laugh. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I hated that laugh no, so much. No, but seriously, I, I had such a hard time getting through it. Because of him. Yeah. He's so unlikable. When the younger version of Barry Allen, Ezra Miller's character, is... I don't think you're supposed to like him, but he's not even tolerable. No, but he's not tolerable, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I yeah, hate Why did you do that so, so well? Why? I don't know why. Why did you do it so well? Good. I don't know why. That but, was really good. I, I, hate, oh my God, I him. hate him so much. It was so hard. And there were times where I legit wanted to walk out. I was like, we're recording a podcast. We're recording a podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> no, dude, I so hated it. I hated it. I was hoping we see Gibraltar. I was hoping we would see Reverse Flash, and we didn't get that. I I was hoping we get to see Godspeed. How do we get Flashpoint Paradox without Reverse Flash? Uh, wait, say that one more time. How do we get uh, Flashpoint Paradox without Reverse Flash? Uh, you know what? I was thinking the same thing because according to everything I know about the Flash from watching the CW's Flash, knowing about the comics, yeah. knowing about everything in between, Reverse Flash sets him up. Flash was the one that set up. Yeah, he sets Barry's him up. Dad yeah, he sets up prison. the whole thing. Like, he set up the whole thing. So this story they created about a can of soup, a can of tomatoes. I was just like, well, we never wait, even found what? out who kills the mom. 
no, no. we don't and they did that on purpose that's what Obviously. I'm saying it's like because they don't want to deal with sequel. reverse because they don't they want, want a sequel they no, want no, that, sequel. no dude there will be. they already announced that they're going to do a, a series of movies that don't tie into James Gunn's universe called Elseworld and this is one of those S-World no, films. No, no. I'm sorry, no, so it doesn't matter if you no, say it's no, not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, so, to your I point... I don't want it to happen. I they hope co- it happen. They, to, to your point, they do not show who actually killed yeah. Barry's mom. And that shit sucks because all of us that know comics and watch everything else, we know it's Thon. Yeah. But they are short. Huh? Eobar Thon. Cool. And so <laughs> they don't show it to us, though. They, they do don't. They don't show it to us. So they want to keep us I guessing... Who actually killed Barry's Well, not only mom. that, but the thing they fucked up on, Barry sees his mom die. When? In the comics, in the animated shows, in the movies. Yeah, he Barry sees, yeah. always sees a death, and he says it was a lightning strike that killed her. And no one believes him because he was a kid. They're like, oh, he just couldn't really come to terms with it. But we, Barry has always seen the mom die. Yeah. And this one, he's upstairs in his room alone. Look, uh, this is... I can't believe they did this instead of you know I would have even taken a Nightmare World uh, Justice League movie. Honestly, I would rather have that. I would rather yeah. have a movie with um, like Jared exact, Leto's Joker. Uh, fucking, I can't believe I'm saying that. But do, honestly, dude, fucking, they should have just given Zack Snyder his last fucking movie. I don't even think he wanted to come. No, back. I know, I know. But I would have taken. I would, dude. Dark Side, dealing with Dark Side, doing the whole. As much as I don't even like an evil Superman, fucking. I would have rather have seen that than seen this. So, because um, this was vapid. This it, didn't it, do it, anything. It doesn't. It so, doesn't do anything. It definitely is a paradox, right? Like that is literally the epitome of this film. Is it is a flashpoint paradox, but it's not the flashpoint paradox that we knew from the comics. It is such a mangled paradox that we don't even fucking yeah. want to acknowledge the fact that. In in a par- in the Flashpoint paradox in the comics, correct me, Joe, if I'm wrong. It was supposed to be Thomas Wayne that the yes, Flash yes. came to, correct? Yep. But in the film, it legit was Bruce Wayne. I was oh, waiting for to correct yeah. it to be like, I'm not Bruce, I'm Thomas. I was waiting for that. The I whole honestly, had Mel Keaton play Thomas. It that would have been great. Be great. It didn't happen. But because you because they wanted to go for the nostalgia fucking yes. trap. And they had to, right? They because had to. They had to. Because you people will eat it up. The suits. Yes, the yes. Suits. Yeah. suits. But did you see the one that had the holsters? Yes. The far left suit had two holsters over guns. Yeah. I mean, that's just that like was one of Thomas like, Wayne's suit. It's a callback to blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah well, give I mean, us fucking Thomas <laughs> Wayne. Right? Right? I don't want to call back. So, so that was one of the things I was catching on to was the fact yeah. that they you originally they wanted to use the par- the flashpoint paradox as the premise of the film, but at the end of the day, because of everything going on with James Gunn, with everything going well, on, they were with they DC were like we, they were like we already got Keaton. Yeah, well, let's just fucking use him again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. George, because you know that's what happened. Ben Affleck, no, but, and, you know, but you know, it, like, but that's what happened. They got Keaton for Batgirl. They're like, they? okay, well, it's Keaton's already down. Yeah, yeah, he's already down. Where are you going, buddy? Yeah, no, it's one of those things where. They <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just I don't know, man. Um, and it's okay, it's okay. This also film, th- did the Batwing always do that weird shit with no, the cockpit? No, that was like brand new. I fucking um, hated that. Um, it, it, it didn't happen in the nineties Batwing, but it happened in the future Batwing. So I will throw it out Before there. There's a uh, Batwing that goes in the future, yeah, where it does circulate like that, but the middle stays true. There is a bad one. I don't know which one it is, but it is. I out hated there. that. I was like, this wow, is. Because, first of all, if we're going to do the nostalgia bait, you go all the way. You don't give me, like, little changes here and there. 
Well, I understand upgrading your gear and stuff like that, which is, I, I completely understand, but especially when he has a bulletproof bat wings. Yeah. The, the cape. Ah. They use that so awkwardly so many times. Yo, they did as a, like a bulletproof vest fire, but... I know, it's a... Uh, I fucking hated that. Okay. Well, it was definitely that, one of those things, down. but... Nope. So, back to my point. So, the Flashpoint Paradox was the premise of this film, but based on everything outside of the paradox that was happening, James Gunn leaving, coming, the heirs of Miller coming and leaving and doing some random ass shit... The who can they get for Batman coming from George Clooney, Ben Affleck. They should have just kept Ben Affleck. Yeah. If they're going to keep it up a Batman, they should have just kept Ben Affleck. So, again, there are so many different things that were happening to this film to keep it true to the Flashpoint paradox. And that's what I think is what made this film go from it could have been pivotal to it became irrelevant. Yeah. Because in the film itself, you're watching it happen and you, in your premise of your head, you know what the Flashpoint Paradox is. The Flashpoint Paradox is the Flash goes back in time to prevent his mom from dying, which sets this whole timeline from, yeah. ha- from yeah. c- being created. He didn't want his mom to die. I get him. I feel him. If I had the power to stop my mom from dying because she died, I'd do it low-key. Like, oh, take a shot. Good job, so. So then, you know, you had the power to stop your mom from dying You use it. But then you find out what happens because you stopped your mom from dying. It created this whole paradox, which the Bruce Wayne of the film explained. It's like spaghetti. Just because you change the future, don't think you didn't change the past. Yes, 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 yes. yes which yeah. is what was really cool. In yeah, the whole, it was uh, novel. It was a novel idea. Time. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty no, cool. It, right? it was really cool how he explained the timeline yeah. because everybody growing up nowadays always reflects to the timeline of Back to the Future. Back to the Future is... And they even use that for a yes! example. And they use that for the fucking reference yeah. and I fucking loved it because I related to it. I was like, oh, got it. So whatever you change to the future only affects the point where you left to the future when Bruce Wayne explained it, freaking Mr. Keen, he was like, no, you're stupid. A lot of people think time is linear, but no, that's not how it works. You fucking break a point in the timeline. The timeline breaks in the past as much as it does in the future. Yes, you get the uh, cross points where things that were supposed to happen will still happen at certain cross points, but there will be certain things that are different. Yeah. So the whole point of Clark Kent was supposed to hit fucking uh, Kansas. That didn't happen because we found out Grodd fucking got him. But in the end, Kara uh, still made it to Earth, but she got intercepted by the fucking Russians. So somehow... So we're going to get Russian Superman. I know, so, but it's yeah. still different, right? It's, it's not even like different. the... You that's got, what I'm saying. We still don't even get the real freak... Uh, yeah, and it was uh, so... We get Flashpoint, but we get like... It's, like mang- it's just yeah. like so mangled. I uh, And then also Barry, like... It, I did not see him as Barry at all. You know what the thing is? We see Ezra Miller interact with multiple different people yeah. playing the same characters. Why do we have to have the same Ezra Miller for Flash? Why can't we have someone else be a I wanted my Grant boy Gustin. Grant Gustin Dude, to make a pop-up Grant in this Gu- fucking oh, film. He's right. played such a great Flash he for so many done years. He's such a good job Dude. that like, you compare Ezra Miller's Barry to Grant Gustin's Barry, and it's like a world of difference. You it know? is. And even when they did the crossover, like there's literally a crossover yeah, episode where they brought in Ezra Miller yeah. and Grant Gustin's Flash. And even when you put them side by side, I like Grant Gustin's Grant? Flash versus Dude, Ezra say Miller's. What you the suit's better. The suit the is way better. better. Like, you don't even have to say, like, okay, take the suits. Take the suits. The man inside the suit is what makes the yes. fucking film. And Grant Gustin, I feel, understands the 
fucking uh, the content of the <laughs> comics. Say what versus you would. Yeah. Ezra Miller does not like. No, he, he yeah, made not, it not once. Yeah, not he made once. It cringy watching him being a fucking forensic. Not yes, Listen, I cannot. Like, I dude, cannot buy the, him as a forensic that's person. That's not the barrier that I fucking like I looked at comics and stuff. Intellectual at all? No, no, I don't. You can't. And no. Barry is supposed to be very smart with forensics. And he's yeah. And, and, and the that, closest thing I feel like that Ezra sold was his younger self. <laughs> totally, yes. yeah. The younger self, I totally bought. That yeah, that yeah. Was I know, right? Yes. I was like, Dude. I, I, no, I'm pretty sure they used a little bit of de aging on him. They did. Yeah, yeah you can tell. Like, yeah, like it's like yeah, it was like a small yeah, amount. Small, yeah, smidge. but point was like that shit. Like, no, I agree. I, it's like the whole time I was comparing it in my head. I was like, geez, like say what you will about the Arrowverse because it, it's CW. They Yo, have to be corny. I love the fucking yeah. Arrowverse. Like, yeah, don't right? hate on it. But that's I what I'm saying. It. Like people will hate on it because it'll be like it's corny and blah blah blah. Like it's CW, right? They don't have. They don't even have the budget that this movie had. No, first of all, but even then, they did a better justice. Yes, budget for the verse. entire series of the Flash. What will they use for make the one movie? That's that's what I'm and saying. Yeah. It's like this. The, uh, man, the Arrowverse did so much more with so much less. Yes. And yes. this movie is like, they have so much, and they just like throw it. do as much. Yeah. It's and, like, you know, okay, to the storyline. To the storyline. You know, line. even the CW did like a multiverse thing. Yeah. They did. Dude, they had, what's his name? The voice of Batman. Play Batman. Oh, they had Kevin Conroy. Yeah, yeah. they had Kevin Conroy. Yeah, like that, that's like the, one of the coolest things you can do. They legit got Batman to play Batman. I know. <laughs> they didn't get. They didn't get the guy who voiced Batman. They got Batman. Yeah. yeah and so, so like, no, and I, I agree. So you know, Saul. So speaking to you, we meet you. Well, I just cut me out. I guess. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, apparently, Joe never watched CW. Yeah, you didn't watch it. Did, did, did you watch any of that? Did you watch it? I finished Arrow, Flash, and I. Oh shit! The only thing I couldn't finish was Legends of Tomorrow. Okay, so you know where me and so are coming from, like yeah, I was joining China and saying how great the, the suit was better than the, the show than it was in the movie, dude. And we were and trying to take out the suit, just put the person. Like Grant Gustin versus yeah. Ezra Miller, who would you pick as a flash? Oh, Grant Gustin. Okay, dude, so he agrees with us too. His, so that's his, the shit that I don't his relationship with Iris had like no oh chemistry. My God, no chemistry. There was like no chemistry so was, between the two. It was, it was yeah, like lines delivered. Fucking Saul <laughs> as. What, 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 <laughs> oh yeah, it's Dino Power. Or yeah, no, but like it's Dino that, Power. Dude, it's like power. that is legit. What yeah. it reminded me of when they brought Iris. Dude, into the, the whole time it's, it's like, like so old fan no, us. it is literally like line deliver, line oh, deliver. It's like there was no so chemistry, bad. dude. It was so bad. The worst part is you can see the actress playing Iris West. Yeah, trying. No, she did. She was good. Good as Ari for trying. Yeah, but like it's like him. It's just the way he comes off. Look, I don't understand it. I noticed that because in CW's Arrowverse, yeah. it made so much more sense. They fucking had the chemistry. They fucking, dude, he even made a, like a fucking love song to her, and yeah. I love that song. Yeah, and I'm just like, how do you fuck that up? How do you just fuck like, that up? But you can like, tell it's I don't like, understand. like the dad tried. The dad tried in jail, and he was like, "Yo, what the rabbit's that? Yeah, shit, yeah. Bro? Like, do you ever ask her out? And I, you know, could have said for trying, but." Even at the end of the day, the chemistry was not there. No, there was no there was not chemistry. There, and I'm just like, 
Jesus, guys. You know, I think, like, it's funny. The directors are probably like, this guy has no chemistry with anyone, so we can only put him with himself. (laughs) (laughs) And that is why. And that is why. Because there are no supporting characters. That can support you. Yeah, so yeah. no, but literally, yourself. he is his own supporting <laughs> oh character. Like, God. even like his interactions with Batman are like very like dry. He doesn't yeah. even interact with anyone actually. Now that I think about it, really, he interacts the most with his dad and himself. Yeah. Even the, you know what? Even the moments with the mom when he's having that moment where he's breaking down crying. Yeah. Even then, I felt like you know what? I don't buy this. Yeah. Like, I get that you're trying to portray the fact that you're, like, depressed because you know you have to let her die. I don't see it. Even though you're crying, you're breaking down. To me, it still comes off as fake. Yeah. And it's just his acting that's just bad. The thing is, I feel like he's trying to portray Barry Allen as autistic. Yeah, oh, because man. He is that what that, it is? It's, you know, it comes off as that. Because he has very poor social cues. Yeah, he does. And I'm like, is that what you're trying to do? And, like, even his over-talking about things and explain, Like, he was just kind of annoying. Like, I could not like him. I... The way they portray Barry Allen... Is, is like not it. Barry yeah. Allen. Nope, it's not. It's not. That's what we're talking about, Grant Gustin. Like, That's exactly yeah, no, what like, Grant Gustin about. is Barry Grant Allen. Grant Gustin does Barry Allen just... Like, he's smart. Yep. He understands social cues. He understands the forensics. He yeah. understands, like, everything that makes uh, Barry Allen Barry Allen... Grant Gustin nails it. Yeah. When you give that Barry Allen persona to Ezra Miller, he fucks it up. He just like... He's just like, I don't know what forensics is. Like, when he was... Like, when they were explaining him and he was being late to work... And yeah. And he was like, oh, why are they saying based on conclusive evidence when we haven't Dude, really, that sandwich, like, scene, that sandwich was like, scene was so fucking dumb. Dude, that was so dumb. Like, I don't It was literally... Like just there to be like, oh yeah, I, I need calories. They, they explain. Yeah, that. yeah. I guess yeah, you're right. They yeah, no, they explain the calorie thing, and that was cool. But Jesus, everything that happened between that fool making his sandwich to saving yeah. so many babies in one it, and he still came back for his sandwich. Like, bro, how fast did you really fucking go? Which I had to kudos to the Flash. The Flash was fucking yeah. fastest person in the world. Time travels and all that jazz. I get it, but. What the hell? Yeah. How, how do they bring back Batflick? How do they bring back Diana, but they couldn't do Henry Cavill? They did bring Henry Cavill, but it was in did a... They? It was in a... It was in one of Ezra Miller's uh, memories. It was that when Ezra Miller was going back to who he was fighting at one point, it was like, there's Wonder Woman, oh, there's yeah. Batman. But no, but it wasn't, oh, there's Henry Cavill but almost it, punching But me. it's not him, though. It's like... It's, it's, it's CGI. CGI. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. Dude, I'm learning so much right now but from, like, AI and CGI. Yeah. Like, that's but, how they're getting away bringing in these but, people. But why didn't they just bring him back for one scene? Why couldn't they give him a cameo? Okay, why would they? They did. <laughs> there's so many... They because brought they that back. the bridge so hard with <sighs> the whole, like... Hey, we want to do the Superman movie with you. Come back and do this one scene, blah, Psych. blah, And then they just cut the entire universe out for under him. The yeah. Rock did it. You're telling me they couldn't do it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, no, the, the, legit, like, the Rock made promises to him, yeah. like, hey, we're going to revamp the whole universe, yeah. but I want you to come back and do this, blah, blah. And they they sold him on a thing, but, and they got him to come in without signing a contract. Like, hey, you know, we're going to I know, one. but the thing is, like, this had been working. This had been worked on. Was this... Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is what did uh, Black Adam finished uh, like the Flash finished production before Black Adam that's what I'm saying yeah so they could have totally done it 
They could have come back and reshot, yeah. Like, they did so many reshoots. But, yeah, but the thing is, does Henry Hannah want to come back and, like, reshoot for this? Even when he keeps getting his changer back and forth. I know. And they already announced, as soon as the fucking movie for Adam, like, Adam came out, the very next week they announced that James Gunn's going to take over and start his own universe. Yeah. Like, they didn't even wait a month or two. But they literally they could have done it before that timeline. They could have, but they didn't. Yeah. And that was, like, them, like, looking at the budget. But at that's all what I'm saying. It's, like, it's such a dumb decision. They brought, back, like, Ben Affleck's in this. And so is... He's in a lot. Yeah. And so is, what's her name? Um, Gal Yeah. You, even fucking Aquaman. Jason Momoa. Yeah. The only one who didn't come back is the one who really burned his bridge, which was, uh, what's his name? Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg. Um, I don't know, man. And the one thing I will say, as much as I enjoyed um, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, he really miscast the Flash. And that's the one thing I don't think I can get over. Like, it, retroactively looking at it, like, as much as I hated Ben Affleck, the original casting, he looked good as Batman. He, he looked good and actually enjoyed his way yeah. portrayal. Henry Cavill, he's got the body. You know, he, he puts off a Superman. Uh, Diana, I wasn't the biggest fan, but I can see it, right? Yeah. Uh, Cyborg was great. Cyborg was amazing. Yeah, Cyborg was amazing. Jason Momoa as Aquaman yeah. actually worked really well. Yeah, and then and then you have Ezra Miller as a Flash, and it just doesn't work. It didn't really work then, and it and here now when there's no one else really to carry the movie except himself and himself, it's you realize it's it's the casting. Yeah, the yeah. casting is so bad. Like that was one thing that I was waiting for them to find a way to come back from. Yeah, when. Uh, Ismael's come back using the Batman supercomputer and he's yeah. like, yo, I need stone. Where is he? Nope, he's still doing his football thing. Okay, he didn't become a cyborg. Alright, I need Diane. Oh, I can't find her. Okay, who knows? And he was literally going down the list. And me in my head was like, yo, you are eliminating every one of those actors. Who's going to be the substitute? Who's right. going to be the one that... Okay, you didn't get original cyborg because yeah. we substitute but, but cyborg. See, but that's how we, that. yeah, that's how we got Supergirl and, and old Batman. Yes, and they stopped there. They didn't bring us a substitute cyborg. They didn't bring us a substitute Wonder Woman, and that was the thing that I kept on because yes, I understand this Flashpoint. This universe was not supposed to end well in the comics. It doesn't end well. Like no. literally, the Flash runs at the very last minute when Thomas Wayne tells him it's okay. This is not gonna end yeah. well. Go back, but tell my son. I'm... Yes, and then that's when you have. Yeah, and that's when you have my, one of the most. My son epic, that's when you have one of the most epic moments, right? Yes, and that didn't even happen. Like, I was saying. waiting for that to happen too. Have a it's moment like... of Bruce Wayne, Batman crying. Yes, yeah. and that should never fucking happen. Because we I know, and that's so. It's... That, that again. So again, they're they're what's that word? They're material. What's the word? Material. What material? I... Core material. Their core material that they oh, yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Their canon event. No, no. We're no, talking no. about the material that they the use for Flashpoint. From Flashpoint, the paradox. Their core material yep. they it was not there. Use, they used... They, they nitpicked. They, yep. picked they stole moments. They didn't steal storylines. They mm-hmm. stole moments. moments. Yeah. So they picked and choose what they could use for this Flash movie. And in the end, because they did that, it really fucked up the essence of the movie. Yeah. In my no, in you're my absolutely right. In my it's like you're right. No, you're right. absolutely right. There's and that's what I'm saying. There's no point to this movie. No, this movie was made in uh, I guess you could say in its own canon event. Yeah. Because even in the film, Flash went up against himself in the end, and they yep. were clashing 
other fucking timeline universes. Yep. Like, I think um, oh, and I, last time the and, DC universe reset their timeline, they went to the DC 52. Yeah. Like, that's the last time. No, I uh, reborn. No. Rebirth. Yeah, rebirth. So Sorry, DC yeah. went and they went from 52 to rebirth. Yeah. Okay. So they have rebirth right now. In this film, they literally showed the different timelines all being on their that. own. Uh, Honestly, I, but that I was like their verse. What did they yeah, call them in the film? Call the different like multiverse yeah. moments. Multiverse, yeah. but moments. dude, it was so shoehorned and so first. And again, how do you bring back Nicholas? How do you bring Nicholas Cage as Superman? But okay. you don't have Henry Cavill. Oh, but you don't have Henry Cavill. You just talking about that, Joe? Tell myself. So you know the story that Nick Cage was cast as Superman. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But so we're talking about the scene particularly where they shoehorn all the cameos. Yeah, but no, I, I told Brian the original origins of that story it was I believe it's Joel Schumacher. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to direct that actual movie for the Nicholas Cage thing, and they hired Kevin Smith to write the scripts. And he tells Kevin in the final act, in the third act, I want Superman to fight a giant spider. And Kevin goes like. Superman doesn't fight giant spiders. He actually has this, you know, this gallery of rows. You know, yeah. like I can do this character, this character, this character. Like he started listening. Kevin, it's my fucking movie. I want a giant fucking spider in the third act. So we're gonna write the script. Give him a giant spider. The studio goes, the fuck is this? And they can the whole movie. The whole movie gets just shut down. He then goes on to make Wild Wild West, and in the very third act, he they have a giant spider fucking fight. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's like, how do they have that? But they don't have Henry Cavill. They, again, they brought back the same fucking scene that they did. I know, at the I know. Other and they do it. You know the funny part? The same messed the up mustache. The CGI looked better there. I know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. So it was just. You still see where the mustache was done? Yes. They brought back the same exact scene. They just put it back into the film, and that's where I was just like, Jesus. They couldn't even like change it up and whatnot. But um, so to the end of the film, so you have the beginning. You hated the fact that it was Ezra with Ezra, right? Coming to the middle, I actually loved the middle because I loved how they brought back Bruce Wayne. I hated that Bruce Wayne. We, expe- yeah, we expected his Tom whole leg. Like, yeah, his whole leg. Like, I'm retired. Batman doesn't retire. What do you he does retire? actually. Batman Beyond. So he doesn't seat. retire. No, he, sit your seat. No, he, sit your seat. He so. literally stops because his body no. couldn't take it anymore. And he had Terry McGinnis. And he did that here. And what ended up no, happening? No, he didn't. He That's not the same thing. It's not the same it thing. Is at all. Almost Joe, the same thing. Joe, Joe Batman Beyond. Batman. This is not. He's comparing this Wait. Batman to Batman Beyond. I am. This is not that. That was supposed to be the storyline for Batgirl. Because in that one, he was going to teach Batgirl because yeah. he was going to be like the old age. Like the body gave out. He couldn't do it anymore. In Batman Beyond, Batman didn't retire because he wanted to. His body couldn't yeah. do it anymore. And he even built a robotic suit. Yep. His body couldn't handle it. It almost gave him a heart attack. Correct. He was forced to quit. And this Correct. one, he just retires. Because? Gotham had the lowest crime rates in all of the world. Yeah, Gotham became the same. He, he wasn't needed anymore. He could have just. Batman wasn't needed. He could have gone anywhere else. Batman could have easily gone to fucking New York. He, you he can't take the Batman out of Bruce Wayne. Well, in this world, there's also no Superman. He could have gone to Metropolis. There's no Flash. He could have gone to uh, yeah, Central City. Again, Central. You, you don't take the Batman out of Bruce Wayne. Star City was Oliver Queen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that was the dumbest thing. He, he left his door. So I, 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 dude, so he left his door unlocked. What the fuck? 
fuck? Like, yeah, Batman, fucking come in my house. I'll fuck you up. I'll cook you pasta. I don't know. Yeah, I will kick your ass with all my cutlery. Yeah, I had to stop. Like I said, I... I let's see the flash. I'm fucking... Whoa. I thought... I'd say what that yeah. scene showed me. I thought that was dumb. Um, I didn't like how they brought Keaton in. I didn't like the Batwing. Um... <gasps> Yeah, man. I don't know. Wow. So I feel like Michael Keaton wasn't utilized properly. Nope, nope, he what? wasn't. It wasn't utilized properly. It literally was nostalgia points. Yep. Throughout the entire time. Yep. Correct. But we didn't get like a legit Michael Keaton like Batman moment. It was literally just them stealing lines from the past movies. Oh, God. Stealing looks and moments from the past yep. movies. Yep. Yeah. But and all in all, if you want to have Michael Keaton here, don't make him Bruce Wayne. Make him Thomas Wayne. Do the Flashpoint Paradox. Do it right. I would rather have it hit him. Although, if you want to do this right, you don't give me Michael Keaton as, Bat- as Batman. You give me uh, the guy from uh, Supernatural. And- yeah, the dad. Or you're talking about Dean? No. The dad. The dad. Right? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, from Walking Dead 2, right? Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Wasn't he originally cast to do that at some yes. point? Yeah. And also... Maggie from Walking Dead was the mother who became Joker. Yeah, uh, see, that would have been great. That if they would have done the Flashpoint paradox the way they should have done, done that. Yeah, that would have been amazing. And instead of having General Zod there, <sighs> you actually had the war between Atlanteans and, and, and which is why the, I thought that was the weirdest thing. The the Zod thing was a like that's the what we went to. Even yeah. said the guy who played Michael Sheaton. Yeah, he literally said like coming back to play Zod. I thought it would be like a lot more rewarding. And I felt let down by this movie. He did, dude. Say he doesn't really do much. It's like it's weird because like it's this whole ending, world-ending event. But like, it doesn't really feel that. Yeah, but, it's but, weird. But if you really watch, he really does create a universe-ending event. He, he does, right? Because Superman's Kara, yeah, takes the DNA he needed to kill the Earth. Yeah. But the point, it, the point, problem is with the flashes. Yeah. They don't want it to end, even though it's right. Set but to not end. the flashes, the, the flash. one flash, yeah. the f- the past flash. Yeah, but they I say very flashes yeah. until one of the flashes acknowledges it's not supposed. To but happen. but again, it's like that's that was weird for me that they decided to go with that world ending event. No, I, I agree. I oh, also where the fuck were the Atlanteans the whole time? Just chilling, smoking. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, they were chilling. Yeah, it's like, oh, yo, yeah, Zod's gonna destroy the world, and the Atlanteans are not gonna do anything. They were lined up to watch the new, uh, yeah, uh, My Little Mermaid movie. Yeah, that was so stupid, dude. That yeah, was like, yeah. that's what but I'm saying. It doesn't work. The only reason the Atlanteans even came to the surface to fight was because Arthur Aquaman made them fight for the Overworld I... because he makes plain sense to them. No, because Wonder Woman has an affair with Aquaman. Yeah. And she kills Mira. Yeah, that's right. And takes yeah. the crown, yeah. Yeah. claiming to be the new queen of Atlantis. And all about like, oh hell no! And he goes to war with the yeah. Amazonians. Yeah. See, it's like it all happened in Aquaman. That happens in Flashpoint. Yeah, Paradox. Flashpoint Paradox, buddy. That's the why. That's the reason the world ends is because of their war and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Their war literally destroys yeah. the world. It, that's what I'm saying. It's like Zod and a couple. I don't know, man. It's just. It was literally them like misusing the tools yeah. they had. Yeah. Because if they want to do Flashpoint Paradox, they had everything in that movie. Yeah. They had just a Momoa. We had Gal Gadot. And then real quick, for all the people who were like, you had Michael Keaton as Batman, the greatest Batman, blah, blah, blah. Look, I get it. I get it. But you can just go back and watch those damn movies, okay? I would if rather you, yeah, do that. Yeah, it's better than watching this. Just do that. There's no reason to have that Batman 
in this movie, and they no. don't even utilize them well. No. And in all honesty, I feel like when spoilers when this Batman dies. Yeah, which of course it he dies, doesn't even happen in a in a, a very good yeah, way. it doesn't. Because I mean, like we legit, the, the, he dies. Kamikaze, one of the great warships of the <laughs> that has a shield. But like we've seen before, that they had shields. Yeah, he, he, Batman would know this beforehand, yes. and he Kamikaze into it and dies that way. Yeah, and Barry like Batman, don't do it. It has a shield. Okay then, that Makes a left was turn. Dumb. That was dumb. Yeah. I'll take this guy out. Yes. Giant space guy, go that way. Yeah, like no, like you, you don't give him a proper death to begin with either. Yeah, I mean at least with Thomas Wayne when he dies in Flashpoint Paradox, he <laughs> legitimately dies killing, killing Ibarthon. Yes, Flash doesn't do it. Thomas Wayne does. I know, with a bullet through the head. And then also, I guess the, the biggest question that I have is, should this movie have been a comedy? God, what? No. There were so many. There were so many comedic though. moments, though. The part where like a younger Barry gets his powers and he goes through the city, and a whole bunch of instruments fall out of the truck, and so there's a, a band fan playing. Yeah, play. There's band. Yeah, there's but, fanfare playing. I fucking hated that scene. I was like, this is so cringe. Don't tell me you like that, Brian. It was funny. Oh no! Because literally, in what span of seconds after the original Barry tells Barry, "Yo, look, don't do." Yeah. God. Second, he literally did everything this was about to not to do, and he created this whole fucking explosion. But the whole scene with the band instruments was so corny. That's everything Young Barry does with his powers is corny. Yeah, they, they, that's literally Flash. Like, they did that because that's the Flash fucking vibe. If it makes any sense. I don't know. I, I thought that scene, that particular part of the scene was dumb. For the movie they're trying to make, you throw in way too many comedic beats yeah. to make it palpable. But that's the thing. It's like, I, Flashpoint Paradox to me was always this very serious story, you know? Yeah. And, like, you have younger Barry and there are so Barry. many There's so many dark narratives yep. going on. Yeah. I understand you want to have a few lighthearted moments where you have some comedy. Yes. But, but not few. the whole movie, though. Like, the whole him and younger Barry thing is all comedic moments. Yeah. The back and forth between the two is just yep. ridiculous. And, in all honesty... I feel like they should not have had a younger Barry. They didn't need to do that. No. Not at all. Right? Like, that doesn't happen in the uh, the main story. He just goes back in time and he loses his powers, right? And then Yeah. Not only that, but the idea that, like, he tries to get his powers back by recreating... Like, they did the Flashpoint Yeah, Paradox. I know. I know. I get that. But the fact that they recreate it and, like, instead of him, like, getting the second hit after being burned up, that... Kara yeah. takes to the sky to get She wouldn't. Him. She would not take a guy to get killed, possibly. No. It, it's honestly very out of character for her. Yep. And it also ruins a moment for the Flash, because, uh, yeah, he wants it to happen again. Yep. But in the... Wait, but like, part? We're talking about when he gets his powers back. Um, when in the back even they have the bat, the bat uh, kite out. Oh, and Kara takes him to the... Uh, yeah, that was yeah. so dumb. Dude. That didn't happen in comics, right? No, no. Okay, thank they, God. Like, well, I they, was watching it happen, and I was like, I can't remember any comic for the life of me where Kara took nope, Barry to nope. get his powers back in the Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah, no, the closest to that moment we have ever in comics is in The Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller's run. And Superman literally goes into the sky and stops a nuclear warhead and almost dies but that's from like it. a completely different... No, yeah, but that, yeah. that's the closest we ever yeah. come to in comics. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this whole 
The whole movie itself is a clusterfuck after clusterfuck after clusterfuck of just misused material. Yep. Because you have the moments you need, but they're not used in the right place or yep. in the right way. Completely you have right. your characters you need, but they're not used utilized in the correct way. We don't have one moment where everything's done properly. It is literally just like, we want to tell our own story and use our characters, but we don't want to do it the right way. I mean, there's a way you can do this whole movie, Flashpoint Paradox-wise, and not have the Atlanteans go to war with the Amazonians. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I get it. That's a lot. You know, that's a yeah. lot to do, right? I could totally that, get that. That is a lot. That, yeah. that is literally a Justice League movie kind yeah, of thing. exactly. And and then also... But, it, but you need... For a Flashpoint movie, you need three things. You need the reverse Flash. Yes, absolutely. That is a requirement of number one. Yes. The other thing you need is you need to see the death of the mother. You don't see the aftermath. You don't have a, just like a crime scene like moments afterwards. You need to see the actual death because you want to see the weight that it has on Barry Allen. Because that weight, when he goes and he ends up having to give up the fact that his mother dies and like let her die, and be the one know, knowing that he's the one who's actually allowing this to happen, you feel that weight then because you see the 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 weight it puts on him. Yeah. And for that, you need to see him watch the mother die. You also need supporting characters that are not Ezra Miller. Yes. You need to have the Flash interact with an alternate reality of Justice League members. Yep. We cannot have him interact with another young Barry <sighs> and an alternate Bruce Wayne. We need to have Thomas Wayne. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just the, that's the one point you don't understand. Why didn't we get Thomas Wayne? Dude, we got, I, why, why did we force like, one so moment? Look, so like, why did so, we have two oh, flashes? Stop, 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 <laughs> stop. Let me talk. <laughs> All right, so we had two flashes, both portrayed by Barry Allen. We had not one, not two, not three, but four fucking Batman portrayed by four different actors. Yeah. We had Ben Affleck in the beginning. We had Michael Keaton in the second. We had George Clooney in the third. Which was the best moment. Of the that was great. Funny as fuck. And then, oh shit, who was the fourth that lost track? There was no fourth. No, there was no fourth. Okay. It was just a th- three Batman. It's all a flashback to the 1920s yeah. Batman. Yeah, but that's, that's it. Was. Adam West. Okay. Adam West. Point was, we saw so many different Batman, so many different Supermen. What the fuck was happening? And why in the end of it all, we got the Flash that lost his tooth. Why did it heal? He, everything on him heals. Like, why did that not, not Yeah. Him? Yeah. But, uh, you know what? That part... Oh, I hate wow. that scene. That whole part where his tooth falls out? Like, why? Yeah, I didn't understand it either. The only thing I can think of is that it didn't kill because it happened when he didn't have his powers. I could get that, but I'm also just like, yo, why didn't it No, because then, like, he was burned up before he got his powers back. Why did that heal? I don't know, yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It should have healed. It should have healed. There's a lot of things that this movie should have done. Yeah. Like, not suck. Like, not suck. Not suck. <laughs> okay, Jesus. but seriously, man. Okay. <sighs> no, but that, that, that was the problem with this film, right? Using the Flash is who is the wild card of the DC universe. You never know what this guy is about to do to fucking either change it, fix it, or make it better, right? And when they gave it to Ezra Miller, and they were like, hey, you're going to be the Flash. There's a storyline. They change the storyline. They change it because of X, Y, Z. At the end of the day, you want a good movie to watch. And you want to make it make sense. I think they tried to do that throughout the film. They were like, yo, two berries. I get it. You went to the past. 
dark flash came and knocked you out into a timeline where you weren't supposed to be, and that also fucked you up. I get it. You try to reprimand that by making sure your you of the pressing you landed in still gets the powers. Fucks you up though because you didn't get the powers after that. So then you go and reprimand that. And I get it. You have your issues. You have reprimands. You try to make everything make sense. At the end, we saw in the middle of the film, we saw the Dark Flash making an appearance, but we didn't see him come back again until almost the end of the film. And it's just like, yo, what were you this whole time if we saw you so far yeah. in? You know what I mean? And I guess they try to lay it up as it was the other barrier that was going to become the Dark Flash because yeah. he couldn't give up. And he every time he came back in, he had a new piece in him. He had a new, like, new strap. No. And once. I tapped Joe. The moment I saw him, like, three shrapnels, like, oh, my God, Joe, this is the Dark Flash. This is his origin story. And then it came to fruition, two berries versus a Dark Flash. And for the other berry to jump in the way, to die, to erase both him and the Dark Flash, I was like... It, it, it also just happened so suddenly. They didn't really fight. No, he literally just, like, throws a punt, throws the energy bit last, and he takes a hit, and yeah. like, that's it. I'm like... It was a very anticlimactic fight. Yeah, there was a, yeah, there wasn't really a final fight. No, they, honestly, the actual like when you want to have a big bad fight, we don't get that with Zod. No, we don't. That ends very yeah, because and he wins. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. We don't get a big fight. No, we see the the war scene. Yeah, but again, that's all CGI, and it's like yeah. not really them doing much aside from like running and pushing. Yeah, and I the coolest moment was when older Barry Allen, I'll say the. The main Barry Allen literally vibrates his hand to a deuce chest and stops the heart. Oh yeah, that was pretty crazy. That was really cool. Oh, like, this motherfucker just killed somebody. Yeah. No, but you're you're right. It's like there wasn't a real fight scene, and it, we, we got don't the, have a legitimate big no, bat. But we got the exaggerated dies and his like neck hangs loose scene. It happened so quickly though too. It, yeah. Like, it, it's not like a subtle death. It's not like he like slowly like passes away. He's just like all of a sudden out of nowhere like oh and dead. Dead. <laughs> So bad. Barry, tell mom I love her. Dead. dead. <laughs> literally. That's literally what happened. happened. Yeah, he's like, Ugh. and his neck just hangs loose. And I was like, oh god, this is so bad. I'm like, there's just so many moments where like this could have been done so much better. And it's, I don't know, it's the poor, it's a poor script for sure. But it's also a poor choice of actor. But like, it's also like the bad directing. Yeah. Because they announced his director to be the director for the Batman and Son movie. I heard about that. I I definitely heard Batman Batman and and Son. But you know, this is this is just on track for WB, right? Like, I mean, I hate to say, but it really is. It's like I'm not surprised. (sighs) I'm really not surprised. And and I feel like James Gunn, because he he greenlighted right that so. Well, he's overseeing DC. Yeah, so that's what he's I'm the director. Yeah. So I think he's going to be very hands off, except for the movies that he's directing, and that's probably a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, only time's going to tell on that one. And I mean, it could be the director did a great job compared to what he had to work with. Because no, he, he, he had a horrible cast and horrible scripts. But what, could, would you even say this was well directed? I mean, the few moments we get that don't include Edra Miller, I think were actually great moments. The cast that don't involve around Ezra Miller, like they all give a great performance. I back in the same way. You know you're you're right. Iris did a good job. I, all the Bruce Wayne's did a great job. It's just the script they gave him was and the cast to work with. And Ezra. And with all the reshoots and all the issues around Ezra Miller itself, 
it just doesn't work. And I mean, the entire time, I'm like, he put a baby in the microwave. Oh, and that was a joke, right? Like, he put a baby in the microwave. That was a legitimate joke. Like, he took a burrito out of the microwave, put a baby in it. And I'm like, they had to know before they did this new shot that all the allegations about him, like, grooming kids and, like, all the trouble with kids, this had to be added after. Oh, man. This whole scene had to be added afterwards, which is why it's probably also one of the worst CGI scenes ever. It is so bad. Do you think they over cgi on purpose. Not on purpose. I think the budget... It's like, I think oh, the budget and time, yeah. because of all the reshoots and everything, I felt like they didn't have time or the budget to re... Yeah, a lot of the CGI properly. really looks unfinished. Like, it just looks like they didn't have time to do it. It looks like they rendered it, and they didn't get to finalize it by going through yeah. and cleaning things up. It's like, here's a pre-render of what it's yeah, going to look like. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks we'll like. And we'll go back and clean it up so that way we know exactly if we're cool with this or if we want to change anything now. Yeah. We didn't invest too much time, so if we want to, like, oh... This baby's making a weird face here. Let me change that up a little bit, and we can go back and finalize it later on. It looks like it's, it looks like it's probably about at the eighty percent point of being done. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I feel like it's just time and budget because of all the pushbacks, just screwed it over. Because the scenes that look great is literally just the moments where he's running and you see the lightning coming off the suits. All those moments where he's running. The CGI looks clean around him. It's all the moments with other people where you have a full body face CGI that it looks bad. Yeah. And I feel like because they wanted to copy and paste in the Sphere Dome area the same moments over and over again, that they CGI'd it to make it easier to copy and paste, but they didn't get to finalize anything. Yeah. Agreed. No, I, I totally agree with your take on that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just... All in all, this movie was promising a lot and delivered nothing. Nothing. It doesn't deliver on... I'm going to say it. I had a better time watching Black Adam than I did watching... Holy shit. Okay, I won't go that far. No, I'll go that far. I had a better time. Black Adam was at least more cohesive and, technically speaking, better story. Um, It was just also poorly cast. Yeah. Again, casting issues is, like, the biggest thing here. Casting issues on Black Adam or Flash? Both. Both. Both had casting issues. Yeah. For Black for Black Adam, it was a lot of the cast. For The Flash, it was mainly Ezra Miller. Yeah, it's just Ezra Miller. It does, and then it's just a poor choice of scripting. Yeah, like they chose the wrong moments, they chose the wrong story beats, and they chose the wrong rivals. Like it shouldn't be General Zod versus Americans or the world. It should literally have been Atlanteans versus uh, Amazonians. And if they couldn't, yeah, just there's so many things. Or if you want to keep it even smaller, if you want to just like go even more minuscule and not have that as big of a war scene, you can literally make it where it's just the two flashes, Eobar Thawne and Barry Allen going head to head. And just their fighting itself is like causing ripples throughout the multiverse and destroying that one universe. Yep. Because of their fights. You could have done it that way and just been cheap about it, but still had a great story because of it. Agreed. But yeah, I mean... You know, the movie just falls apart in so many levels in so many ways. And just I, like The Flash. And without, I mean, honestly, didn't give away too much about the storyline. We just gave away a lot of like, issues we had with it. Yeah, because like, the story is, like, it's so non-existent. It's, yeah. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of The Flash Paradox. So, I feel like we can actually give our rating right now. Yep. So, you go first. So, I'm just going to give this a five. Whoa! Yeah, straight up, I'm going to give this a five. I did not have a good time 
watching like I like I said I wanted to walk out if we, you know if we weren't together and we weren't reviewing this I would have walked out. Um, I didn't like the story. I especially didn't like the two Ezra's. One was enough, but two of them, man, oh, that's ridiculous. I did not like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the laugh. It was so hard to get through. No, and he and it's there a lot. It's not just one scene with the laugh. It's multiple it's scenes. Constant. Yeah. And it and it's not even like it's a, something that's done before to like warrant the laugh. Yeah. It's not like it's like something that Ezra Miller's character did before. Yeah. It's not like we've seen that laugh in like Batman v Superman. We didn't see that laugh in like Justice League. We did not see the laugh at all anywhere. It was just something he chose to do for that younger Barry to differentiate yeah. him. Um, there's that. There's the CGI. Like I said, it is still the worst CGI since... Man, I'm trying to remember what's the last time I saw a terrible CGI. Maybe Venom? I feel like Venom still had better Venom CGI. Venom had way better CGI. Jesus, what was the last time you guys saw some real shitty CGI in a superhero movie? Oh, God, man. I mean, we're going Not since what, like, back. super... Uh, not since Justice League. Early but, Marvel. Yeah, early Marvel. Maybe Justice League with the mustache, but, like... And even that was also because like, it was, like, very, yeah. like, short notice kind of thing, yeah. too. Like, if we're going to talk about bad CGI with plenty of time to do it, honestly, man, Iron Man 2. Yeah, honestly, that might be for me. No, you know what? I, I would warrant the CGI in this movie to Fantastic Four. Which one? Like the bad one with Josh Trank. Oh, yes. Yeah, now I'm right there with you. Yeah, no, it, this is literally some of the worst CGI I've ever seen of all time in a superhero movie. Um, so it doesn't have that. And again, I don't see the purpose of this movie. It doesn't set anything up. It doesn't end anything. Like, are we going to move forward with with uh, George Clooney Batman? Is that what's going to happen? If he, if he goes back as Batman, I my rating will go up a point. Yeah, right. But like, it's like, is that what we're going to do in the next Flash movie? We're going to have a uh, George Clooney Batman? Is that, is that what's happening? Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Or? It's like I, I don't think so. So it doesn't, and it doesn't give a satisfying end to the DCEU. There is no closure to that universe. I think this is why Joe says he. Was it? Elsewhere's? Elseworlds. Elseworlds. Yeah, but it, I don't know. Like I said, it, it doesn't... Like it, it was promised to do this to begin with. But it was promised to close end. the Steinerverse? Yes. To start the James yeah. Steinerverse. And it doesn't do At any the of that. Of the day, what did they say it was going to do? That. <laughs> that. That's what they said. They said it was going to do what? It was going to kickstart the James Gunn universe. They said this like months ago yeah. when they announced the, the this release date. Flash movie was going to kickstart the James Gunn, James Gunn universe? Yes. Yeah. And they held to that to the very end? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I was supposed to say, it doesn't do any of that. It doesn't give us closure. It, I don't see why this was released instead of Batgirl. Ezra Miller. Five. This is a five for me. Yeah. I'll go first. Or I'll go next. Four. Whoa! Whoa! No way! Whoa. That's a first. I don't think we've ever given anything a Yeah. Four. The movie doesn't deliver on anything it promised me. Yeah. I have to deal with two Ezra Millers and neither one's likable. Nope, no. If you give me one likable one, I, I can actually understand that. But you give me two unlikable Ezra Miller Barry Allens. Yep. On top of that, I'm seeing multiple Batman, multiple Superman, multiple fucking everything. Yeah. But for some reason, it's always Ezra Miller as the Flash. <laughs> well, we saw the one Flash. Who was we not saw it. the... But it wasn't Barry Allen Flash. It was, it yeah, was a like, guy... Uh, <sighs> Jay something. Yes. So we don't, get, we don't see the actual Flash that we want to see. And on top of all this, the story itself is just not Flashpoint Paradox is what they originally were trying yeah. to pro- provide me. 
The CGI is complete garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Fuck you. You cannot garbage. fix that. I mean, it's just it's it's out there. It's, yeah. it's what it is. It's bad. And Ezra Miller, they did a horrible job portraying a character that has been loved. And yeah. in all honesty, with all the controversy around it, I kind of wish I would have stuck to my guns and just like not seen the movie. Yeah. Because I was honestly asked you guys like, do you guys want to just boycott this movie because of all the controversy around him? And in hindsight, we definitely should have. We really should have. We should have seen Transformers. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm saying that, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. I legit felt like this was a complete. It was a complete money grab, and it lied to me all around in terms of what it was supposed to do and promise me. Yep. And I've. I don't like being lied to. I don't like being played. Like, this was a, them legit fucking with me and, like, not delivering anything. You're probably. absolutely right. Yeah, we, we yeah, you're absolutely right about that, Joe. They, they, uh, they advertised a specific product, and I don't think we got that in this movie. No. At all. Brian, let us hear your seven. Wow, you're really good. I was very impressed. <laughs> I was going in my head. I was like, do I do seven or eight? Seven or eight? Oh, so no. Here's, here's, Ryan. here's where I'm going, right? So here we go. So seven is a default. Seven default because I kind of like the film overall. Uh, uh, eight. This dude was like, hitting me over and over again in the movie. Whereas you're hitting me and saying, I can't fucking believe they do this. Oh, yeah, he, I- was, he was hitting me. Choo, choo, choo. All excited like a little kid. I'm like, dude, I was and literally. That's exactly. I was literally has. tapping Joe and doing like, kill me. No, like kill me. I was like, Joe, Joe, look. <laughs> like literally. Okay, so you know what? Fuck you. I, it was like, to overcome. It no, was like dealing with two face. I had both sides of the coin. Yeah, with I was literally was like doing this. So no. I'm like, bitch, shoot me, just oh shoot God. me. Okay, so here we go. So you know what? Fuck you, so and Joe. For based on your <laughs> four, I'm gonna go with my eight. Fuck both you. All right, so here's how it is. Okay. End of the day, we, me, you, and so me, you, Joe, we are fucking very analytical. We've been watching this shit from day one, episode one. We've been watching this motherfucker Ezra Miller potentially fuck up this film from day one. Not okay. Potentially, he did. Okay. Point is, we watched it from day one. Twenty. He went in raw and dry. Joe. <laughs> from episode one. To episode 21. You're scaring the child. Calm down. Okay. We've been talking shit about Ezra Miller. Like, that is a thing, right? However, to somebody who just, hey, there's a Flash movie that's going to have the Flash, a Batman, and a Supergirl. Is that all it takes for you, Brian? I'm not saying to me. I'm saying to our average viewer. (laughs) Average viewer, they will go watch this because you are promised a Supergirl, a Batman, and a Flash. Go watch the film, right? Now... What hit me is what I was kept hitting Joe about. Fucking Michael Keaton brought out the Batman vehicles that I grew up with. Oh, did we get to see the Batmobile in use? We did not. We had to see his part. Of course you did. See like, check it out, guys. Slutted. Here's something you know. Here's something you know. Yes. Yeah, you like that? Yes. Oh, give us money. Yes. So, <sighs> to that extent, they Brian, got me for nostalgia. I'm sorry. I wish I was like you. So I, so easily amused. You know, I think your life would be happier if it was. <laughs> but that's another episode. So, point is... That's not another episode. That's another therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> so, my point was, as a film, on its own, without you knowing the shit show that Ezra Miller is, without knowing the 
flash point paradox. You just going in as a, a yo, movie, a movie DC goer. brought in another movie. So then we gotta go watch empty. Yeah, go go watch go consume. Empty. You're gonna get an eight vibe because of the flash you brought in, the flash they put him up against, the Batman they brought him up against, the Supergirl they brought in instead of Superman, but they covered the gap of how fucking Clark Kent basically died as a child, and you bring everything in to the point that there is no happy ending for this film. Right. There right. is no happy ending for this film. And that is one thing I want to make sure you both got across because that's why I got across about this film was that the Flashpoint Paradox was originally never a happy ending. It was a retreat. A, it was a retreat attempt for the Flash because he found out because he loved his mom, because he wanted to save her, it created a paradox where nobody wins. Everybody loses, and it's because he tried to save his mom. And that's what sucks at the end of the day. And that is why I give, still give this film an 8, because... You still get that. Everybody still gets that vibe. Everybody yeah. gets that feeling. At the end of the film, I wanted to go hug my mom and be like, Yo, I am lucky to have you as a mom. Because in my superhero world, where I love and I fucking fantasize about, there are some heroes that don't get their mom at the end of the day. I still get my mom at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's where I will still say DC did pretty well at tugging the heartstrings. Hmm. The TV show did it better. I agree with yeah, you. And I'm not show. taking away yeah. from that. That's true. That's true. You're that not, is you're not, where you're I not. will tell you guys. That is the shit you guys... What he's talking about as a movie-goer. As a movie-goer. Yeah. They literally fuck you up with your mom. Hmm. And to the listeners that have your mom around, give them a hug. To the ones that don't have your mom around, I hope you gave them enough hugs. Because this film was all about the mom at the end of the day. Barry wanted his mom. Yeah. He fucked up multiple verses, multiple timelines to keep his mom around. And honestly, if I was a Flash, I'd probably do the same fucking shit. I would try it out. I would try to save my mom because I love my mom to death. And it's cool. I get to say this on a podcast because I love her to death. I'm lucky to have her. She raised me single-handedly. And... That is where I will recommend everybody to go watch this film. Because at the end of the day, the message was, even superheroes can't save everybody. And that is your whole Superman paradox, right? Superman can't save everybody. The Flash only wanted to save one person. His mom. And he wasn't allowed to because the moment he did it, it's a canada, he created... Right? It's a canada. It's a canada. <laughs> he can't. He's yeah. not allowed to save his mom because right. it's a kind of event. And that's the fucking craziest shit at the end of the day. All this happened because... And he Kids. lost his tooth. And he lost his tooth. He's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you always have that hockey smile, right? Uh, and so that's where I'll bring it back to you. That's fair. No, I, I see what you're saying. I can see why you... you he's looking at it as like a plain person. The average moviegoer that you guys are coming hot. Yeah, we're not. We're, you we're guys coming hot. And I'm just like, guys, you know, this is just a movie. <laughs> but what does the movie want to portray? The paradox... The multiple people that could be what ifs, but at the end of the day, by him taking out that can of tomatoes, he basically said his mom dies by taking out this can of soup, this can of tomatoes. And I was like, "Fuck, I don't think I could do it." But I think I'd probably be Dark Flash and just keep, keep trying, yeah, fucking keep trying. trying, dude. Fuck that shit. I'd rather die trying than not at all. And so he did. He did. He fucking died trying. So. Uh, that was my rating and the reason why. 
So, Joe, uh, back to you, petting your low-key mischievously. That just sounded dirtier than you meant it. I know, that was why I said it anyways. (laughs) That has been a broken point of view, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Please, like, follow, subscribe, all the good stuff on Instagram, Facebook. You can email us. All the links and all that stuff should be inside the podcast page. Um... If you have any questions or if you want to make any suggestions, message us through our DMs. Uh, tell Brian if he's right or wrong. Let's all and I know if we're horrible people because we can't actually <laughs> have emotional connection to this movie. Because we didn't enjoy Michael Keaton, apparently. Yeah, watch, watch all the years. How dare you not like Michael Keaton? Dude, how oh do you like that fucking 90s Batmobile on the I 90s Batman? I get it, dude. People really want to ride that cock. The entire time, like, he upgraded the Batwing. He upgraded his suits. Why the fuck's the Batmobile looking the same? <laughs> alright, alright. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Like, follow, subscribe, share. Let your friends know. Let your you know family know. Spread the word. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Good night and good luck. Good night, good luck. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Have a good evening. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Like You're not allowed to have some <laughs> I was like, what? You went full Bob Barker. Yeah, I know, I did, I did. Oh, is that what that was? Don't forget to spay New Year pets. <laughs> oh. This has been a broken production.